0: With all of that I'm gonna say all of that the numbers don't fucking lie dude doesn't throw a ball over 20 yards why do you think Sean Payton can't call all the plays he wanna call deep ball is not available like what the fuck how can you have
1: a quarterback that can only throw 10 yards my nigga I, like, nigga, the, the, the medium ball not available either. That's what I'm saying. 10 be yards. be third ten. and 10. It'd be third and 10. I'd be Let like, me damn. Duff this is just it I know, bro. Nigga <laughs> like, no,
2: that, bro. That, that
1: nigga playbook is screens and swing passes and like, slants.
0: Like, how the fuck that's are we it. supposed to win? Fuck, like, bro? I have I have gotten... Oh, I'm sick of it. I am fucking Bruh, sick of it. You know,
1: you know who else is sick of it? Emmanuel Sanders. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this nigga run a fucking 4-3 he be running 50 yards down the field every play. I'll be looking at this nigga like damn bro.
3: And the commentators, they don't be they don't be letting up, bro.
0: They be like, look, look, look. show me the replay. Yeah, you see right there, man. You're mm. streaking down the sideline. Free. When you look at <laughs> yeah, the bro. fucking stats, it's embarrassing, bro. Like, like, look at look at a depth. You know how basketball is a depth chart where they show where niggas shoot from. They got one yeah. for the NFL where they show the passes where it goes. Look at last week's game against Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. 50 60 yard bomb 50 yard bomb nope. 40 30 20 like this it's all over the fucking map our shit is dear. Our shit makes a fucking U. It's supposed to 15 make... 15 yards, and that's it. It's supposed to make an in. It makes ours is a U because this nigga's going this way and this way.
1: That's fucking sad, too, bro.
0: Like, what the fuck? I'm so sick of y'all on Facebook saying, oh, no, Lyndon, it's this. It's this. No, motherfucker. It is this. Like, it is... And granted, defense could be doing a little better. Secondary is sorry. <laughs> look, look, let me say this. Bro, they they don't cost f- <laughs> this ass. <laughs> look, let me say this because I gotta I, I respect this person's opinion. Shout out to Chris Sims, Chris Sims unbutton. And I'm keeping all this. This is how we starting the show. Because we it was just too fire to, to take away. Sorry, <laughs> people who out there listening right now. This is the bros who think podcast. But look, nigga said they need to run basic defenses. They're doing too much complicated shit. People are like fucking. The safeties don't know if they're supposed to help or not because of the basic rules of what they're trying to do. He says they need to make it simpler for them to understand and then later on in the season add this shit back. They're trying to do what they did last season at the end instead of starting off with the basing blocks building to that point. Right. So, look, I mean, I believe I that because that nigga... The front
3: right. seven is solid, though. I'm not, I'm not calling out the entire defense. because The front the, seven is solid. Super solid. Like the, but the, the secondary... Ooh, that shit made me angry watching my nigga. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the, the uh,
1: secondary, bro. They, all them niggas gotta go, bro. <laughs> Janoris Jenkins is fucking terrible, dog. But like, he
2: this always going uh, to even
1: aggressive to locate the ball, <laughs> like. How you playing just the receiver and not the ball? He don't, he don't know where the ball at. The ball That's could be 50 say, yards on the other side. All the time, bro. Flipping niggas. <laughs> <laughs> trying to take their head off and shit. I'm like, you don't even know if the ball in the air or not. Like, what are you doing? Don't I
0: mean, be giving a fuck, bro. <laughs> Yo. Crazy, see, ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens when the New Orleans Saints are losing very early in the season. But it's true, you cowards, start Jameis. I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm calling for it. At least, look, Jameis might throw a lot of interceptions, but I'm gonna see yeah. the ball go sixty yards. I'm, I'm gonna no, get, I'm gonna get some deep passes. That is a fact.
1: That shit, we are gonna be stuck with this shit until Tom Brady decides he want to retire.
0: I hope. Yo, no, I don't think Sean putting up with this shit next year. It's over with nah, after this. I,
1: well, unless Drew trying to go somewhere <laughs> else, but I doubt the Saints <laughs> are letting him go. Oh, I, we like got Like, he, he responsible for the Saints' best years in franchise But see,
0: uh uh-uh, bro. It's like, like uh uh-uh. they not about
1: I'm, to do Drew dirty.
0: I'm, I'm saying it like we'd say to all these brothers in every other fucking sport. And all the, And look, the white people in baseball, we say it to them, too. When you're old, you're old. Time catches off. Father, time is undefeated, baby. That's and a look, fact. It's a business. I'm sorry. It's a bit bu- Miss Benson, it's a business. He's not doing right. <laughs> He's trash right now. But to what, right. to what Doom said... Look how
3: long the Giants stood by Eli, yo, just nah, because bro. he gave them yeah, some of bro. the
0: most Look, successful years in the franchise history. We're not the they Giants. Stood
2: by we're, not the giants. It,
0: we're not bro. the Giants. We're not the Giants. The Giants have it. been trash for years. Uh, uh-uh. it's the legacy, bro. That's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm giving Sean Payton more credit for that. Sean Payton care about his legacy, dog. But
1: but that's that's the reason though. That's the reason because you gotta think like what a Giants was. When Eli came, that switched. But the they whole had, culture, but the thing bro. is, they had different like,
0: coaches. They had, they have had different like GMs. They've had different things, so it's been Eli connected to the ownership. This is different. Right. We're we're more similar to the Patriots. They Belichick cares good... about uh, just just hear me out. Belichick cared about his resume. Belichick wanted to find his next one after Drew after Tom. You don't think Peyton hears that he's the second best coach in the league? It's him or Pete Carroll, and you don't think he wants to have his legacy built? He he is he. Him and Drew Brees built the Saints, but he feels that he can outlast the Saints. He's part of the GM crew. I think after this season, if Drew Brees does not air out the ball, it's over with, fam, because I got more faith in Sean Payton than that. I
3: don't know. That's don't, just me. I, and, I, and, I do too. I and,
1: agree. Yeah. I agree with everything you just said. But if you got Gail Benson in your ear, who probably don't know too much about that side of football. But, but let
0: me, we she gotta give Gail some benefits. Look. She let she let her people do her thing. She let the people like she run do. the she, she, she do, but she, but she don't but Drew interfere Brees, that way.
1: Drew Brees is different. Drew Brees just not a regular nigga on the roster. That's what I'm I saying. I guarantee you, it's it's very likely Gail in this nigga ear, like, bro, if you like it in New Orleans, Drew Brees is the quarterback. As long as he wanna be here, he gonna be here. That's very likely. He's going to ride out like Eli, guy, he going like he, out he, term. He's going out on his terms. super comfortable in New Orleans, bro. Let this us not make up all his. Let us not make his the playoffs. Let
0: us make not... She gonna, It's going to take something like that. Nah, they're going to make the playoffs. They're
1: going to make the playoffs. Who,
0: who fucking knows at this point? Tampa yeah. Thomas kicking ass. His defense look good. I think even
1: though they trash by our standard, I think at worst case, they're 8-9-20. They ain't going below that. Wild card. Then we're going to be knocked out first. playoffs with nine wins.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Wild card. Knocked nah. out by the second well, seed, first weekend. Playing the Seahawks in Seattle. Getting that's our ass
1: bust. That's possible.
0: Getting our ass bus. Oh, no, it's true, Seattle I don't ain't think... going
1: to be in the wild card game. <laughs> Seattle ain't going to be in the wild card I'm game. I'm putting Them Seattle as the nice.
0: second seed. You're right. They should be the first seed because they're in our division. Whoever the, the Packers. The Packers busting our ass in Green Bay. I'm just keeping it a bean, dog. It's just, just gotta, gotta prepare people. I'm letting y'all know all season we not winning if that nigga not throwing deep passes. That's just a fucking fact. <laughs> Let's start the fucking show. My name is Linden Burton, aka Young Boy D wits, aka The People's Champ, aka Beard Gang is in the mother fucking building. This is episode, I believe, 163. Unless we did that one last week, I don't know, bro. I, I got I do so many shows and the episode dates kind of fuck me up. But uh, yeah, this is this is episode. One, yeah 164 my bad 164 Join us always by my guys mr brooklyn in doom hi y'all doing a very very hostile week this week on the show man let me just prepare everybody just like a lot. Of, I, I don't know what's gonna be said, and I'm and I don't control my guys. These subjects. Yeah, a lot. A lot of shit that's that's crazy. <laughs> we got a dope guest coming on the show, Elsie. Son, look, Elsie. Son, I apologize to you if some of the shit we say is offensive, because like this is the, the pod where we 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 d- discuss your album. You have a very good album out. Y'all make sure y'all go check out Fantasies and Fables. But we gonna do our this, man. that's that's why y'all listen to us, because we keep it a hundred. We keep it a bean. We call a spade a spade. Just had to say that before I start the show. How y'all doing, my brothers? I'm doing good, baby. I can't complain. Can't complain, bro. For real doom. How you doing over there, bro? I see the do rag on. I know what time it is today. You got the watch <laughs>
1: on too. Oh, yeah, man. And, and and this week, bro. This week is is gonna be crazy. Yeah, like, this, it's, it's a lot of wild shit. This this was an eventful as week. Might as well start I off. I feel on like there's been a. Oh no!
0: Go yeah. ahead. Say what you're gonna say. No, say what you're gonna say.
1: Now, I was just going to say, I feel like a, a few of the weeks in the past, like recent weeks it has been kind of just, you know, a couple little things happening little and not much else to talk about. But this this week is some shit on my mind, bro. Yeah, <laughs> and just say that.
0: No, I, I feel you. And might as well start off at the top what happened last night. By the time we record this, you guys hear this on Thursday. What happened on Tuesday night? The first debate has has happened. Between Biden and Trump, and bro, is that a fucking shit show? When when George Stephanopoulos, because I'm I, I didn't turn the TV off right away, it was on ABC because I'm not watching CNN on fucking Fox. So George Stephanopoulos goes, he's like. This, I've seen every presidential debate since the 80s. How he, he just kept listening off a shit of just him in debates. And I, and I look at my girl and I say, oh, he about to say this has been the worst fucking debate in the history mm-hmm. of the United States in the 20th century. And this nigga just said the, my, word for word what I said. And I was like, oh yeah, no, it's that type of time. It was bad, bro. It was real bad last night. That's, that's how I'ma start it off. Um, it was real bad. It was personal as fuck.
3: Like, at first, like, the first, like, five minutes, I kept, like, trying to, you know, read Trump's vibe because he was being standoffish and he wasn't getting at him. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, hmm, that's weird. Then all of a sudden, they started cutting him off. Then Biden told him to shut up. <laughs> that shit set him off.
0: <laughs> that shit set him off, dog. Yo, it was bad, bro. It was... Joe, like Joe called him a clown, which he had to. He had to, like, I, he got to send more shots. I understand he was, but he took the high road, and some people like that. But I just feel, you know, you got to take more shots. This man coming at you, it's like, yo, Ian, shout out to our editor. Ian sent, sent me in the group chat, the one we got for the fucking for the bros who binge pod sent me. Yo, dude's a sicko. I was like, yeah, no, dude's a sicko for that cocaine line. That was bad. When he called out Biden's son, that's for being a drug. Yeah, head, that's terrible, bro. Yo, that was nuts. That was like below the belt, like super, super below the belt. And bro, I think Biden handed even himself. Even the
1: moderator was like, nah, bro. Like that nigga was <laughs> like, no, President, President, not, President, I'm not letting you do that, bro. That's when I knew, like, all right, this nigga crossed the line, bro. When the moderator, this, this is the nigga that's supposed to be, when you think about his job, is to ask the questions (laughs) and be unbiased, up some shit to keep the ratings up. Like, cause, well, that too, that's like his, you know, his book job. But yeah, he, he literally there to like spark up the good conversation. So, you want Trump to say wild shit, but that nigga crossed the line so far that the nigga was just like, nah, bro. Like, yelled at him, <laughs> like, nope. You're not doing that, bro. You're not doing that. <laughs> that's some crazy shit, bro. I got tears. I can't believe that happened last night. I can't. Like, that's some sick old shit. How low below the it, belt it, you go, gold, bro? That's what I'm saying, bro. It tell you everything you need to know, bro. <laughs> I, I, I see it, like, when I just evaluate, because you can't evaluate the debate. You know what I'm saying? Like, there you could really because they didn't talk
0: about shit because everybody was just screaming at each other.
1: Yeah. Like, But what I will say, bro, is Trump, he right on brand. He come <laughs> with the same shit. He consistent. Nigga, don't let up. Like He, he know who his target audience <laughs> is, and he hit that shit. Because I know, bro, they there's was happy a lot of motherfuckers night. in America that was geeked smiling when they was watching that shit, bro. Bro, that- And that's, that's what's fucked up. That's the scary part.
0: Super fucked up. The fact that he could not, like, tell my Republican friends out there, all the Republican listeners, when y'all tell me he's not a racist, he's not of this, he's not of that. Well, your man had a wide open layup. Like, nobody around 20 feet, like he is, he could slam it in a touchdown uh Patrick Mahomes dropped the perfect pass. All he got to do is catch it in the end zone, fall down, touchdown, nobody around him. A wide open volleyball spike. Uh Christiana, uh, that's not that's that's a different sport, but he got a triple axle gucci style shit <laughs> able to land. He right there. He got Tony Hawk about to do a two-time backflip, kick flip in the fucking air and hit it on the ground. All he gotta do is just uh, like this was so wide open, it was unbelievable. Just Denounce white supremacy, and, and both the moderator and Biden shut up to just let him talk, and he put himself ten feet in the ground. <laughs> I,
4: <laughs>
0: yo, it was just I was just yeah. nuts. Oh, I know the
3: Proud Boys were happy last night. <laughs> they, they were, bro. And uh, to be honest, this is why. Like, like I said, what, um, no, to go off of what Doom said. I know there was a lot of motherfuckers that was happy in the country, and that's why half of me really wanted to delete my Facebook because I'm looking at these niggas, and I'm like. Where are these closet Trump supporters coming out the closet? And I'm thinking to myself, like, told my Republican listeners out there that like black dick, right? I'm, I'm coming at you. Yes, I am.
0: Oh, uh, look, I told my girlfriend, I was like, look, it, it's... Y'all sus it's, right now. No, it's, it's super sus for all the women in the world, and especially, like, white women. Y'all, y'all don't realize that, like, if that lady gets into the Supreme Court, Roe v. Wade is done niggas right. about to control y'all body for 10 plus maybe like as long as them people are alive like it's gonna be until we are grandparents to get this shit changed if this bitch gets it let me just let me just say that to the lit to the female audience if trump wins i'm i feel so bad for y'all i feel so so bad for y'all because that's gonna happen that one is religious they and they gonna have the majority of them niggas. like i'm telling you we niggas will have to protest because Roe v. Wade is gonna be the first thing they, they look to fucking repeal. Abortion gonna be dead. It's At gonna least, be over with. What did, what did Trump? Trump kept it
3: a buck though. He said, he said, um, when, when, when Obama and you left, uh, you know, the office, y'all left me 128 judges to fill. He, he
0: told y'all what time it was. I can do with 128 judges on my side. And he was, he was smirking and he looking at told it, y'all what time it is, man. Like, I'm just letting you, uh, women out there, if you care about your, free, the way you live, if you care about how it is, you got to get out and vote, man. And you, you got to not listen to your husband, who's a Republican. It's time. It's time for y'all. Like, look, I'm just, I'm keeping a, a buck 50 y'all got to listen. It's time. Y'all got to change. Like y'all, y'all got to get out and vote and y'all got to let it be known. Like I'm not rocking with my white husband. I'm not rocking with my Mexican husband. Who's a stupid ass Republican. Don't know that Trump hate his fucking ass. They don't, they don't the want that piss me off the fucking most, but let's not even go there. So like y- y'all got to do Bro. better. Y'all got to do better. Cause y'all shit is about to be completely fucked. And I say this because I care about y'all. I,
3: I know what time it is, bro. Len taking the gloves off, baby. No,
0: bro. I know what time. Am I lying? Am I lying? Like <laughs> nah, that lady. That lady. Nah, you're right. That lady went right. on and was like, "I am a, I am a one hundred percent Catholic, and I know." I, look, I'm a Catholic. I know what fucking time it is. <laughs> like,
1: nah. I I'm, must I'm this because this this kind of what I wanted to bring up, and it kind of piggyback off of what you was just saying. Um, I think this election is important. It'll be. Important for the obvious reasons, but also, I think this could be the election that breaks the two-party system. I don't know if you um if you saw, but the freaking libertarian candidate, what's her name, Jan uh, something, something J- like that,
0: Joe Jorgensen. I, I know who you're talking
1: about. Yeah, there you go. Fucking um, her website broke right after the debate. Like so many people going to her website, the shit just crashed. You know what I'm saying? So I think people looking like, bro, this is the two options we have. This is it. You know what I'm saying? And people starting to pay attention. I'm noticing, like I was saying in in past episodes, I'm I'm starting to notice people that never paid attention to politics a day in their life. They starting to pay attention. They starting to at least have a general awareness of where shit is. Because when you watch that, bro, it's clear that there's a problem, like a big problem with... (laughs) whatever political system they got, I don't give a fuck if you red, blue, left, right, whatever you associate yourself with. When you watch Trump, bro, you know that ain't it. That's not what we need running the country. Not at all. And the only people that are in favor of that are the people just super blinded by racism. But I still got hope that the majority of people are not like that. You know what I mean?
0: It's just see. those motherfuckers be the, the loudest.
1: You know what I'm saying?
0: I'm just, I, look. I had to let it be. I think
1: oh, all the people got the first election that that wanted to, you know, for that stock market shit. Oh, he's gonna run the country like he ran his business. Like that's a- out the window now, bro. Right. You
3: can't. Like, be- we'll,
1: we'll take a little hit to the economy to not have that. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's gonna you be bad. For real, the laughing stock of the world. Oh, also, like, let me just laugh let this and be. The laughing stock real. of the world right now.
0: I, what if he loses? If he loses, are we going to war with ourselves? Like, is that, is that about to fucking happen? Mm-hmm. Let me Pretty just much. ask. Because what he said about having his people at the poll watch, that just made me see all the, the proud boys with their guns at the fucking polls. And if they don't come with them fucking results, what's going to happen? <laughs> like, uh, uh, like, do we I, I have more faith in democracy than that? But like I don't know. Cause the way he was talking last night, he was talking greasy last night, bro. He, he was talking wild,
3: bro. When they started talking about the voting poll shit, yeah. he started getting changed. He, he, know, he was what? talking wild. He was basically saying them niggas was going it. They I I, I, yeah. I see him talking yeah. a lot of shit, but I think if he loses and he finally realizes that he can climb out of the financial debt that he's in. Because like I like I always say, all the presidents you make all your money after you leave, but the tours and the books and shit like oh, that. he getting a podcast he can get, deal like he can that? Get of, yes, I'm saying he can get out of the, the debt that he's in like crazy right now. It's true, and that will work well for him. So I think it's all a front, really.
0: Because
3: mm. I, I really do think if he is about. Day, Trump well, take money.
0: He is about his bread at dinner. Yeah, that like that that is that is true. I, I'm just getting like I'm just getting super. Right wing conspiracy right now because <laughs> like, he was just wild last night. I couldn't believe he said that. I could not believe he said that. Oh, you don't got no yeah. filthy my nigga. It's See,
3: like, it's not even a shot. I, I don't think
1: things. I don't, I don't think Trump got that option though. You, you really think Trump will be able to tour and do all this shit that oh, prior presidents were able hell to? Do? Yeah,
0: the right will be. I'm, there.
1: Not, I'm not, I'm not rolling,
0: bro. bro, his, bro his, his, fan, right at now.
1: least not to. The Ben Shapiro's audience, the
0: fucking Joe Rogan bringing him on his show the next fucking week, my nigga. He like, it's going down. Yeah. You think The Apprentice was popping? Oh, no, it's going down, Doom. But Podcast is deal, YouTube it's, show, it's, it's, it's
5: going no, down.
1: It's different when you don't have, when you're not the leader of the free world no more. Like, I got the people only listen to him because they go, this shit's stupid as fuck, but it might affect me. I need to pay attention. You know what well, I mean? Well, that's why the smart people- I just there. don't see- uh, Yeah, I feel like you being too optimistic, right?
0: Yeah, the ignorant people, bro, I'm telling you, listen. Cause like uh, there's uh, a whole- 25 states, he can pack out an arena after I, he leaves. I'm with that. People he hear him speak because he
1: was- Ah, man, I don't-
0: the, He was the leader the, uh, And look, bro. I'm gonna say this. Twitter is technically a bubble because you follow people kind of with like minds as you. Right. There's a whole nother side of Twitter that's just disgusting. As it's a fact. Di- it is yeah. disgusting. Like that black dude who just died yesterday, King Face, whatever it is his name is, who's the, the black dude wearing a MAGA hat. Go to his side of Twitter and see if that nigga wouldn't pack out shit. Like, I know Doom. I know what time it is. That nigga getting a podcast deal. He getting shot. Like, into the money, bro. I'm telling you,
1: it's gonna be a bag waiting for him. But I I feel like he loses all those people once he's not. You know what I mean? Because it's like they don't like him for his personality or for who he is as a person. I don't know. They like him for the fact that he's the spokesperson for views. You know what I mean? And like, cause you got to think like Trump, that. Trump still was Trump prior, and but people like Trump because of who he was. They liked him because he was a nigga, the, the, the rich nigga living the bachelor boy lifestyle, or you know, the typical But he's still doing that, man. that
3: shit. <laughs> doom, 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 doom.
1: He's still doing that, but now he's, he's changed the perception on who he is as a person. I agree Not with that flies, but I I don't, I don't I agree. boy nigga no more.
0: <laughs> I agree that there's going to be Republicans who's like fuck this nigga. It's over with. Get his ass the fuck out of here. But there's going to be 20 oh, yeah. to to 100,000 worth there's a there's millions of people in this country. Yeah, I'm, gonna about say,
3: I'm going millions, bro. I'm going millions, bro. They're
0: going to at least be 100,000 worth of niggas that still want to hear what he got to say. I at, that's it. at minimum. If you put it like this. all right, boom, yeah. right? If regardless of what he's done in the
3: past, right? If they put People like Michael Vick, R. Kelly, people that one side of the country don't like, if you put them somewhere, they still pack out places, right? That's-, that's Regardless, because what's on their resume. Yeah. Him being the former president of the United States, the former leader of the free world, best-selling book, podcast deal. All of up- that- Selling out arenas, he's going on talk shows,
0: he's all getting of that. All types of deals, bro. The bag after you leave the president, yeah. the apprentice might come back, my nigga. <laughs> like,
1: like, uh, yeah, I could
6: see that. I could see that.
0: It, it, it might come back. Like, let's not act like Bush rating didn't go up. Niggas That's forgot how bad that. Bush was. Like, His, let's like let's not, not act. to the roof after. Even, he, he Even my ass say I'd rather Bush right now. I say that every fucking day. That's on Republican. I say, look, I'd rather Bush, my my nigga. Y'all should have voted Jeb in. Y'all stupid. So so I I know nah, what that's, time that's it is. Fact. I know. Did he about to get to the fucking? Bat? That's a good point, Brooklyn. I I now you got me. Now you got me out with you on that one. All right, let's move on, cause the, cause look, like we said, they didn't talk too much about policy. It was just, you know, it was just a pissing contest. Even till the end, when Biden's wife comes up and gives him a super big hug, like baby, you were courageous. Did she try to kiss him with her mask on? I he, swear so, she, 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 she mask on. She, she was wailing, but she was like, look, <laughs> you went through a tough, turbulent time, but you defended our family. You defended our honor. I gave a big hug. And she gave him a kiss with a condom. And off. then Trump, Trump, like. Give me your hand, Melania. <laughs> Melania did want to give him, give him his hand. That video was nuts. <laughs> I
1: feel I bad for that lady. I think that's why they did it like that, too. <laughs> I, I feel like that was purposely. Like, she, she purposely went up there to like embrace Joe. So Melania had to do the same shit. And they already know their little interaction no,
0: arrangement it is. <laughs> it's super big. It's like, super bro. bad, bro. They gotta they gotta pre-plan that shit. Oh shit. All right. Next up, um we just did one hot topic, so we're gonna save the other hot. We're gonna do a couple smaller ones and then get to the other big hot one in a little bit. We can't go too hot. We can't we can't burn out in the first first 20. So look. <laughs> Police raided Vietnam and founded more than 300,000 used condoms being packed for resale, possibly coming to America. I don't know how y'all feel about that. That's kind of fucked. Like,
1: mm, if you're a rubber, I'm going to just, just say, I'm glad I don't use them bitches.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to
3: say, I'm baby.
1: Glad <laughs> I don't use them bitches. Look. I don't use me either, but like, you know,
0: there I I look safe sex is great sex, but I you, you have to have a, and this is just me, just me being honest with the with the younger audience, you gotta have a conversation with your significant other. If she's on birth control, these okay. sorts of things. If if you it, the pull-out game is real, but like you got you can't you can't always you can't always trust it. Cause then you're gonna end up with something that you that you might not be ready for. It might be an S T D. Might be a child. So you just got to be careful. I'm
3: trying to figure out, though, how are they sterilizing these reused condoms? Like, I don't know. I them story, I'm like, man, this is sus. This is super sus, my nigga. Like, how are you... Re- First of all, there's a lot of things you can recycle. They're just the washing store. it out. A lot mm. of stuff you can recycle. I don't know about this one, though. I see.
0: I could just see him with a hose just spraying everything down and just just like, all right, it's done. Next. Yeah, <laughs> just, that is fucking sick, bro. <laughs> that is sick, my <laughs> <laughs> so y'all just be careful out there y'all make sure your condoms usa made because things coming from vietnam is not looking good right now so next up we got all right um i guess this this is hot enough like this is this is something that we brought from last week that we wanted to bring this week because doom Duma's doom was, doom was talking real greasy last week I'm going to play the clip right here in the video, but for the audio listeners, I'm going to explain what that is right now. So this is, the clip's going right here, audio listeners, Just that's just a reminder to myself, y'all won't hear that. But, alright, look, last week, Doom said that the best R&B act since Usher was Brent Fias. Wait, let me repeat that for the audio listeners. Doom said, the best R&B act since Usher was Brent Fias. Now, Doom, because you are the person with the claim, I'll let you make an, your opening statement before me and Brooklyn
1: tan to that ass. So,
0: <laughs> go ahead, my brother.
1: I mean, it's really self-explanatory, bro. Like, you gotta look at it like this. And when I say the best RB nigga since Usher, I'm not speaking on Performance and dancing and all oh, this extra shit. I mean strictly music. There has been no other music truer to the genre. There's vocally, he be the best sounding in a while, bro. Like, I can't even think of anybody vocally that's better down. than Brent Faz. Like that nigga, he just super nice, bro. Like every everything that he's done, no misses. I can't think of not one song that he missed with. And I'm, right. I'm 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 die on that hill. I'm willing to die on that hill. All right, all right. I gotta look up like look. He, he pulling real up quick. some notes for me, man. Yeah, he, I got you. I got, he, you, I got he, you. He looking
0: up his notes. I looked at mine before we started because I, I gotta like, see when I gotta see when niggas when niggas career started because there's a couple people that's just like I don't know about this guy. So let me just see when this guy's career started. But Brooklyn, you can begin the conversation.
3: All right, so we gonna <laughs> We gonna start with uh we gonna, we gonna bring it back. So when you said, true to the genre. Now don't get me wrong, I am a great and a true Brent Fias listener. True to the genre, bro. He's singing about, true happy song singing about Rod and Rod, what's niggas?
1: That's not R&B. True to the genre. Nah. True to the genre. Sonically, sonically, sonically. <laughs> Lyrically, he might be modern. <laughs> but sonically, bro, that shit, sound, like you can't tell me it is if fire. you play Brent Fayez. It sounds like some shit from the nineties, which is the best era for R&B. It reminds me like of, he legit he sound me,
3: like he reminds me of uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Okay. That's what he reminds me of. To be honest with you, if when, when I listen to him, I get more vibes of Bone Thugs and Harmony than I get of Jodeci or or Casey and JoJo type shit. I get more Bone Thugs and Harmony vibes from him, but that is not to take away from what he's accomplished but I'm not about to let you take away what these other niggas accomplished.
0: I'ma just list off some names, cause
1: I'm, I just want one name. I'ma one list name. off some names. I'ma start off with Chris Brown. There's only one that's even debatable. I'ma start off with Chris no, Brown. Cap.
0: I'ma say Chris Brown. Chris Brown's career yeah. has been one of the biggest. He's one of the biggest artists. He he his his music has been platinum multiple times. Some have gone diamond. Like my nigga is just out here killing the R&B game. Next name, I'ma say Trey Songs. Same thing. He, he had niggas saying yup for, for still to this big day, cow. three summers. Uh, I got another name. This name counts. Justin Timberlake. Like, that was a big, that was a big, that was a big guy. That was a big guy in terms of music. Rock your body, senior I'll put him
1: more in the pop. The pop category. All right,
0: that's cool. I'll accept that. That's, that's fine. Uh, Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean had one of the best two albums of, of all time. People still love Blinded, And when Frank Ocean drops, the world stops. The next person, the man from Toronto. And no, I'm not talking about Party Next Door. I am talking about The Weekend. The Weekend when, the, when he drops, the world stops. He changed the sound of R&B. Him and Drake changed the sound of how music is today. Music is consumed. His impact will be forever. To say Brent Fias at this point is bigger than Weekend, Frank, Chris Brown is blasphemy. I, and I don't even like Chris Brown music like talking about, but I got to give his impact. And what he has done as an artist, I can't get let that just be slapped upon. Now, what
1: you got to say to them? All right. It took me... It, I, was, I, was, I was struggling not to be like Trump and just start yelling <laughs> while you're giving your points and shit. But <laughs> all of those niggas you named, out of all of them, there's only one argument I'll accept, which is Frank Ocean. And I tell you why. My point wasn't that he's a bigger artist, it's just the music is like better. Chris Bopre songs, that's bubblegum music, man. That's I'll like accept that that, 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 that <laughs> shit where you, you get in the studio with a bunch of writers and you say, how can we make a hit? I we to top the charts.
0: I'll accept that, but but Brit hasn't I'm made an album better that. than, oh, I'm pulling my Trump shit. Brit ain't made an album better than Trilogy. I just gotta say that off rip. He ain't make a better album than House of Balloons Thursday he,
1: or Equinox. He hasn't. Silence. He had. I'll agree with that, but I feel like it's it's too experimental to put in the R and B box. <laughs> Look at this. Thing. Like it it, it, it don't it don't, it, don't, it don't sound like R and B though when you listen to it. Like he like the because R&B there's songs. nowhere else to put it. He che- like which now. I agree with you. That's a that's a big feat. That's a big feat. I'm not I'm not discrediting the weekend at all. I just don't think it apply to this specific conversation.
0: And Brent I wouldn't sound like Brent wouldn't be accepted. Wait, let me just say this. Brent wouldn't be accepted if the weekend didn't do what he did. Because Brent's voice is very weekend-esque. And people would say Brent is experimental. His beats may not be, but his voice and how he sounds 1000 percent is. So fuck out of here, nigga with that. One. You're not. Uh, like
1: that, I, I, I'm not. I'm not rolling. I'm not rolling, bro. <laughs> Wait, I'm saying this Briton is like there has been no other music before him to sound like that, and no other music after him to sound like that. You know what I mean? Like he, he kind of in his own little. You know what I'm saying? With this nigga, it's kind like nigga now,
0: rocking for Brit so hard right now, and I hate that but, I'm doing but, this because I like Brent, let me Brent let me. Fires.
1: And I, and I love The Weeknd, but, but let me, let me say, it's kind of like how when you listen to Lil B, you say he's, he's rapping, but we can't talk about him with the rappers because he's not rapping. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I look at The Weeknd when it comes to R&B. <laughs> well, look, like, ain't make we, a better we're not going to seriously
0: put- I got two niggas I can argue. Brittany ain't making us- He
1: hasn't. He hasn't.
0: He ain't made a better album than *Channel Orange*, and he ain't made a better album than *Nostalgia
1: All*. That's that's the that that is the only debate that I would be willing oh, to oh. listen to. I am Ocean. Frank Ocean, you <laughs> Frank Ocean is the only one because he's what? great. That's I great. just
3: told you where he got his sound from. I literally said Bone Thugs and Harmony. and you said there ain't been nobody to sound like him. I but just that's, told you where he got the sound
1: from. That's, 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 nah, that's nah. I'm I not real. Right. I don't hear Bone Thugs. I need you to go back because Bone Thugs. Bone Thugs was rapping with Melody. Right. Like they, they was rapping, oh, rapping. Like Brit what
3: is, is this singing. RP, this is like your we
1: vocals.
3: What a nigga could sing about chilling with his niggas? That came from them. I just told you where so, it came from. I just, I, you just told me nobody's ever
1: Content-wise, con, content-wise. Content-wise, yeah. This nigga keep going back to sonically. I'm still waiting.
0: I'm still waiting for. I'm still waiting for channel orange or nostalgia ultra. They don't. He don't have no album better than nostalgia that. ultra is a goat, bro. You can't even put that no way.
1: Yeah, me. Nostalgia he, ultra. He don't. He don't have his. He don't what have shit don't
0: like better that. than that. And he don't have nothing better he than channel orange. I'm channel orange. We not sleeping but on that.
1: We we gotta we gotta oh. remember that I'm making this statement too with the assumption that he's gonna be fine still gonna have a long career after this. Like, there's still more projects to drop. He only one project in. People like, like Blondin, and look, I'm, he I'm had gonna had the little this. EPs with Sonder and shit. I went back and listened to blonde
0: That album's not as bad as I thought it was. It's not. So I'm ready for Frank next project.
2: Nah, like,
0: like, Nights, like that, the only son of hit the layup. Nah, nigga, nah, nigga, nah. <laughs> that That's the one. No, bro. And I love Brittany. Nah, he not touching that nigga Lonnie, bro from Louisiana, dog. He not doing it. He not touching that nigga, dog. I'm sorry. My nigga went to UL. I will right? accept that. <laughs> and I and I and I don't even think he touching my nigga from Toronto, but I'm not going to argue that cuz you know he don't have he don't have a better album than Kissland, dog. <laughs> Sonically, bro. Like he you don't have a better album than Kissland. That, Kissland is that's nuts.
1: There's another R&B singer from Toronto that you didn't mention.
0: I wouldn't. I'm not gonna mention Party, but look, look. If you want, if you want, he don't have a better album than Party first album, nigga. Nah, since we want to do this. Oh, you crazy,
1: since, crazy. <laughs> now nah, you crazy. Nah. I'm crazy. Hey, I wouldn't. I wasn't even referring to to party.
0: I knew he wasn't talking about party either. Oh wait, 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 wait. I know you're not talking about who I think you're talking about. Don't say don't say candy man name him around me, nigga. Let's not let's not even go there. We talking about his boss. If if you we talking about his boss, if, if,
1: <laughs> nah, not him either. Not him oh, he oh, He's
3: trying to lead you oh. to the next topic, bro. Yo, you get, you're not catching
0: the bob, bro. You're not catching the bob. Oh, oh, oh! He was he was
1: setting me up. The more relevant nigga I'm, right now. I'm <laughs> you up, bro. Me, 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 and a like, fat break right now. We got no. It's two on one, and he not he not looking for the ball.
3: He not, bro. He not paying attention, bro. Backcourt trying to get him the ball, and he not looking.
1: I'm arguing with the going, ref. He's, he, he's I am, but he's tying his shoes.
0: I'm arguing with the ref. Oh, shit. Oh, this. Oh, oh, oh my. All right. That was funny. Yeah, I let, We get off deck, but like, look, welcome to the party. That shit is hard. All right. Speaking of, let's get to the next one. That was, that was awesome. I'm clipping all of that. All right. Let me let me collect myself, because I got to. I told him it took me a week To figure out how I was gonna approach. Not even, not even. Let me just get to (laughs) it. Let me start this off with: someone in America is innocent until proven guilty. Facts. And in America's court system, you have to listen to both sides, and the courts decide based upon evidence produced. And if that is the case, then we as American citizens got, got to, got to, got to stop deciding people's fate in the court of public opinion. But that does not mean you do not listen to victims and people who were, had a crime committed upon them. No, you still believe them, but you allow the other side to present the evidence and then the courts decide and make a decision based upon the evidence. Now, with that being said, because that's how I feel it has to be. If, if With that being said, let's talk about Tori and Meg, because all three of us did listen to the album. We listened to Daystar. We listened to it. And let me say this. Let, I'm going to talk about music first, because I feel like we should be able to separate the artists from the art. If you can still listen to Chris Brown, there's no reason why we can't listen to this Tory album. If you still can listen to some of these child molesters, if you listen to R. Kelly, if you listen to all these other things, there's no reason why you can't listen to this. You should be able to separate the art from the artist. I know people who still watch the Cosby show. No one can take away from what that show was. You can separate the art from the artist. Now, this nigga waits a mighty fine time to drop his best fucking project.
3: That's what I'm saying. This shit fired.
0: Like he waited a mighty damn long time. Like what? What a fucking jokes on you! That's that song is tough.
1: I never thought I'd hear Tory do the weekend better than the weekend. Oh, this look at that you. That jokes on you is crazy.
0: Bro. That song is nuts, though. That song it's is crazy, amazing. man. Like it is. And there's
1: that shit is fire, bro.
0: There's nothing wrong with judging the art. We're not talking about the situation. We're talking about the art. Would y'all think of the project? I thought it was ill. I'd like yeah. he wrapped his ass off. He he yeah. finally b- blended rap and singing. He had the perfect blend. He had the he he did the chick tape thing where he had the samples. It was just, it was just his best work. Crazy.
3: Bro, I was getting all types of vibes, like he said, the weekend. They hit me with some Meek Mill-type rap and shit. I'm in my car like, hold on. This start? This nigga rapping his ass off. Like I said to y'all, like I sent that, that in that text message, in my best funk flex impersonation, this is real rap. I was like, hold up, my nigga. You wildin', bro. And yeah. I, I'm on Facebook. I see all the bitches mad because we listening. But I'm like, bitch, put the album on. Put the album on. This shit fire, nigga. Stop playing with me. Like, (laughs) that shit hard, bro.
0: Yeah, it was super hard. I can't even lie. It was, that was, that was incredible, man. He did his thing. Doing what you, what you think about
3: that? I'm like, come on, nigga. Stop playing with these bitches, bro. Fuck. (laughs) Don't don't say that, nigga. What is wrong with you? My boy, y'all. I got too excited.
1: Uh, Real shit, bro. And hopefully the ladies don't kill me too bad. this nigga. I do respect Meg and everything. We just talking about the fucking
0: music, nigga.
1: got going on. I
0: I didn't
4: set you up for
0: the alley
1: They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. I got a preface with that. But I will say, this is my favorite project of 2020. So real shit. Real shit is my favorite project, bro. It's up there. I like the fact that he addressed real shit. That's that's all about my whole criteria on when I listen to music, if I like it or not, is if you're talking about something, anything, and does it make you feel? And he checked both of the boxes. Checked them twice. <laughs> and Look, the music is fucking cold, bro. It's going to be up there for the bros who think awards at the end of the
3: year. I, I definitely think there. that's what made it as good as it was, was the fact that the passion was behind the music was what drove it to become his best project to this date. But I think that's really what it was. The, the passion behind it really pushed him to, you know.
0: Now, let me say this. If in two months, this nigga gets convicted of this shit, this will not be on the Bros Who Think Awards. It's like, we will not nominate this album. No, because... No,
3: I may I nominate it and been put hashtag free day
0: star, so I don't know. <laughs> Look, I'm oh, just saying, like, cause like, no, because this is, this, is, this is real shit. If this nigga did this, I, I won't, I, like, and I know I gave my whole separate the artist from the art, but if he did this, I, I can't listen to this album because it's a lie. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if it comes out in two months, he did this, this shit is a lie. So it's like, now let's talk about this situation. And we're go, we not going to spend too long on this. It's just, got, this got to be said. You got to listen to both sides and you got to have the evidence. I, I follow gossip in the city and that's a black woman on gossip site and she gets like information from everybody. She's been proven right multiple, multiple times and even she said we got to wait and let this shit play out because there's shit that's going to drop that's crazy and that's nuts. And if, and if she's saying let, let's wait and see, I got to wait and see. The nigga didn't have bullet residue on him and this is not me defending him. I'm just saying he didn't have bullet residue on him and if he did, the cops would have arrested his ass right there. I'm just telling y'all the law. I'm telling y'all the fucking law. Don't get mad at me, that, that is from a lawyer, that's from a, a black lawyer, black woman lawyer, who was like, he would've been arrested by now. So it's like, we gotta wait and see, because alcohol was involved, and Pete, there was a gun, and you just don't know what happened. Right. Uh, someone else, someone, someone could've shot themselves, someone else could've shot them, you don't know what the fuck happened. So we gotta wait and see. But, but when gossip in the city say something, I listen, cause she she don't ever, Fee don't ever be wrong, man. I'm trying to get Fee on the pod. Fee told me she don't do media. I was like, come on, Fee, man, come on the show. She <laughs> she she telling niggas Kanye got a. Let uh, no, me let me not let me not do that. I'm not going even I'm not going to drop that bomb on the pod. They saying Kim and Kanye both got boyfriends, nigga. But. Huh. We not. Oh <laughs> shit! They, I'm, not, I'm not. dropping. I'm not dropping these bombs today. <laughs> we not talking oh, about that. that? I, I can't prove that shit. So I'm just. I'm just saying what I saw on Gossip in the City, nigga. Like, but what y'all gotta say about the by the by the beginning? <laughs> <Doom>. <laughs> I the fuck Doom head up, y'all go. If that shit not deleted, go look on Gossip in the City, nigga. <laughs> I mean.
3: As far as, like the, uh, as far as, like, the situation goes, I think you're right, bro. I think it's, we're hearing, you know, her side, his side. We need the truth. And like you said, when liquor's involved, sometimes you don't really remember what the fuck happened. You know what I mean? You, you, your memory's a little fucked up. Your vision was a little foggy. You know what I mean? Who had the residue on him? I don't know. It wasn't me. There was a bullet in the foot, though. That's all I know.
0: Yeah, same facts. Dude, what's up with you over there, nigga? <laughs>
1: Had like the- no, I'm I'm good. I just gloss over Kanye fucking niggas. That was wow. Wasn't expecting that. That's
0: that's <laughs> just a rumor. That's allegedly. Nah. That's
1: a rumor. <laughs> but but to be serious, nah. I do I do respect like everything that Meg claimed. Yeah. But I will say is looking a little fishy. Like there's obviously. There's, there's, impo- and we said this when we first initially talked about this. Obviously there's shit missing out of both these stories. Right. Facts. And until we can figure it out, nobody know. And, and the thing that worry me is been going on for so long, like the, the suspense of waiting to see what actually mm-hmm. happened has been going on for so long. You already know how the Twitter niggas and the Instagram niggas is going to be like, you gonna still run with the lie when it's more entertaining? Yeah, that's a fact. Let, let's say it come out that yo, they had blog was, sites
0: that was reviewing was the there. album. They had blog sites that reviewed the album that didn't listen to it. That they were just like, nah, fuck this nigga, this nigga line, he gaslighting. and didn't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> didn't listen to it. I read the I read most of the articles. See,
1: and and that's the, that's the only problem I got with like the cancel culture shit. Cause it don't take anything concrete to get a nigga out of here, right? You know what I'm saying? And, and that's
0: like, what I'm saying. Like, we could cancel the nigga, why, but just let's wait for some evidence, man. Let's wait for, like, the, the, the justice system to finish up with it's doing. Yeah. They they have an investigation going right
1: now. But you, but you... You know most people, timeline is all the evidence you need that's to get a nigga fact. out of here. <laughs> that is a half, fact. Half the shit we talk about is just based off of what niggas saying on the timeline. Like, we don't never even on what's going on in these celebrities' lives and shit. Like niggas just make shit up and whatever the most entertaining shit is, that's what niggas running with. That's you a know fact. What I'm that, saying?
0: that is a fact. And that's why it's, it's best to let the, let the, the court of law determine not with the court of public opinion, can, because the court of law looks at evidence when the court and of and public opinion the, listens to
1: lies. Yeah. I, the, I just hope that the court of law don't come back with, Meg's story was, you know, a little exaggeration of the truth. Like, I hope that, that that's not. Yeah, what I, 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 look, yeah, I, I'm, same. A real, I'm a real. I'm gonna feel need some 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 energy in her direction if that does happen. That's a fact. Okay. I've, been, I've been saying for the longest, bro. I'm always like, we we talked about this before, like with different shit, like you know, sexual assault allegations and shit like that. I always like in those type of situations, men are just powerful. Like, whether you did it or not. Like, if a girl came out tomorrow and claimed that you raped her, you done. Whether you touched her or not, you know what I mean? You are finished. So the fact that that women use that power to just fuck niggas whole livelihood up. And I'm not saying that, you know, she lying. Or I'm not saying that he didn't do it. But I'm saying if that was to be the case, it got to be some kind of something for shit like that,
0: no, I agree with you, I agree with you. If, if, if he did that shit, put his ass in fucking jail and deport his ass from America, but if she lied, yeah, like, that's fucked up, that's super fucked up. Yeah, bro. That's, but, but, also, I'm gonna say this. Like Brooklyn said, alcohol was involved. She might not have known what happened and is listening to what other people said.
3: Right, she might have been That's a
0: possibility. That didn't even, she don't even she might not. She might be getting manipulated. Right. That's a possibility.
1: And it's a strong possibility.
0: That's a just, possibility. Just based off of
1: the actual. So fact let me not just say she, she, she,
0: let me not say Her, she, it's a possi- like, it's, it's possible, like, as possible as that she's lying, it's possible that she's getting manipulated and she don't even know what happened because she was drunk. And that's something that yeah. gossip in the city was saying about how she, She's been drinking a lot. So that's all I'm going to say on that. Y'all could go to Gossip in the City and read it. But like, that's a possibility as well. And and it's not our job to determine what happened is the courts. I'm just here to talk about everything that's on the table. It wouldn't be my job if I didn't talk about every side. And you may not like us for talking about every side, but you can respect the honesty. We keep a spade a spade at the Bros Who Think Network. But the next topic we got... I, th- I think I, I think we handled that pretty well. It wasn't PC. You did. I think. I think, we did. I think we. I think we came out unscathed. Didn't get no bullet
3: shot at. I think we good, nigga. Can I get a PC Bros? How about that? Not just PC Linda's time. You feel me? We had to all collectively come together.
0: It's all good. It's all love, bro. All right. Well, the next one. Look, we have a, so Eric Benet. This for the ladies because I'm 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 shouting y'all out with this one, man. Eric Benet said men should have be on birth control, and I agree with that, nigga, man. Look, that's a fact, bro.
3: Sign me up, nigga. <laughs> that's what
0: I'm saying. Like, look, if if I had the choice and not have to worry about a woman like it, it, having to, in the back of my mind think like damn did she take this like I'd rather have it on me. I took my, I'm gonna take my shit every day. <laughs> I look to worry about That's me but I got it on me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, ladies out here. Y'all need to push for this. I'll take your men will probably take it. Like I if there's a one. pill like I'm not I'm not putting nothing in my dick like like one of them like them little uh Oh no, don't even, it. don't, even, yeah, don't I'm not, even, I'm not doing none of that, but like, if, if I gotta, if I gotta take a pill, I'm taking that fucking pill, nigga. How I many I gotta take? Two a day? What's up? Easy. Like That's easy money. <laughs> that I doubt, not, I'm not
3: even taking twice. And I'm
0: not gonna... What are we talking about? Like, I take it and that's it? Like, wait. I can hit anything, oh, nigga. What's wrong with you? Like, come on, say la vie, the gabagool. What's up? Give me the pizza, nigga. Let me eat the pie. <laughs> bro,
1: I'm bust what's up crazy? in anything. Nigga. It ain't gonna be no, bro. It ain't gonna be no kids being had if that <laughs> shit come out. And just like <laughs> nigga, bro. I swear to God, bro. Niggas going to be lying to their wife. Niggas going to be having their wife. They, they trying every night. They'll be like, baby, yes, let's try. Let's have
7: a baby. Meanwhile,
1: he got the birth control. Every night. Every night, meet me. Eight o'clock. Niggas going to be fucking like a motherfucker. They wife thinking they, they trying to have a child. He finally Yo. came around. He wants to have a baby. whole time, that nigga popping a pill. He got it in yeah, the car with him, bro. In the See, that's, somewhere.
0: that's the problem. That's, that's like that's like the marital issue side. Nigga, for the eighteen-year-old niggas. I'm oh, bussing down,
3: everything. What? <laughs> you know what that reminded me of? That reminded me of uh, all that shit on Twitter with the uh, with the fancy boxes. <laughs> shit. Oh shit!
2: Facts, bro. Facts. <laughs> oh
1: yeah. Oh, I left my fifty boxes down for more control.
3: Y'all, yo, y'all yo, yo, your fifty boxes? I oh, don't know. Twitter might have influenced me. I wasn't at
0: first, but after the jokes, I was like, "Shit, man, I need to cop me a pair."
1: <laughs>
0: oh shit, man! I
1: support the black businesses, man.
0: Look, yeah, you're right, and that's a black woman. Support it. I'm gonna give me some fifty boxes, nigga. If I can wear Calvin Klein, I can wear some Rihanna's, nigga. What's that's up? A that's, a act, nigga. that's a fact. That's a physic nigga. That's a fact. Nah, look, re-, re, what? Hit us up. We'll be the sponsors. <laughs> of the Fenty Boxers. We'll be the... Ex- we'll, I don't even want to be exclusive. Let it be one of the podcasts you use. I will gladly take an ad out. Just give me a call. Hit us up. Like, Let us know what's up. Tell your people. Hit my people, nigga. My number on out here everywhere. 337. Nigga, hit me up. What's up? Let us do it. We, we'll do business. I'll cut you a good fucking deal. A good one. Just got to get all my niggas paid. That's all. Holy shit. But yeah, no, Eric Benet is right. I would definitely take male birth control. That is a phys act. So... The final thing I wanted to talk about before we get up out of here, man, what was, what was, cause last week me and doom talked about the worst hookup experience. I wanted to bring this one here. What was y'all's most embarrassing moment in school? Most embarrassing moment. And look, let me, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start this off like I did last week to give y'all inspiration. So in first grade, niggas used to bring breakfast to school and it was like, bring like some form of breakfast, breakfast for the class, whether it's donuts or some shit. And like every day was a different nigga's job, like a different person's job to do it. So one day somebody brought donuts, but I'm guessing that person either left or went to the bathroom when it was time to recognize them or something. They just weren't in class. So my dumb ass stood up and was like, I brought the donuts. And then they was like, yeah, cool, cool. By the end of the day, the teacher found out I didn't bring the donuts, wrote a note home to my mom. My mom was like, nigga, you lying to the class? I was like, cool. I know how to handle this brought my ass, like, before we get in the class, like, all the first graders lined up at, at the, once, once they get, like, out of car line and shit, they line up. My mama waited till everybody was lined up, brought my ass down and said, excuse me, Lennon's first grade class. He has something to tell y'all. And then, and then my mama was like, now nah, what you gotta say, nigga? <laughs> and, and, and so I was like, I'm sorry. I lied about the donuts. I didn't bring them. And I apologize to y'all. And if I didn't say that, my ass was getting bust. And she said, next time, don't worry about it. he going to have the donuts when y'all got her. So straight up, embarrassed my ass in front of the class. Everybody was like, Ooh, Linda Mama got his ass. Got him, got him. One of the most embarrassing moments in school for me, for sure. Never forgot
1: that. <laughs> Shit stuck with me forever. That's crazy, bro. She was nuts. Damn, that's. I'm trying to think what my embara- most embarrassing one is. I most embarrassing one. I was one of them niggas that was really fucked up in school. Like, <laughs> I can imagine. I was wilder,
6: bro. I was <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying oh, to think of more. Oh, you, if you're
0: talking about bad, oh, uh, now nah, that's a different thing. We 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 can talk about. I can give you something bad. I don't know if I did
3: anything embarrassing. I I did a lot of bad shit. We can
0: talk about bad. All right, bad. We can do bad. We can do bad. I got you. So I I know what type of time we're on. I was a sophomore in high school. This was the last year I was a bad kid. I'm sitting in my drama class. My teacher has me, and I'm not going to say the teacher's name. I'm sorry about this. I apologize. I should have never did this. This was a fuck boy thing. I'm sitting down on the computer, like, uh, printing out, like, burning CDs for like lines, like I'm us talking about lines, like burning out, burning out CDs for lines, but no, you're on the right path. Your mind is, your mind is in the right spot. So I'm I'm on the computer and like, I straight up lie. I'm like, oh shit. I got, I got miss blank blank uh, history open. She watching big black cock porn in the middle of the class, nigga, in front of everybody. And I'm like, look, look, look at everybody's like, oh, and then the lady instantly is like, why would you say? She starts crying, and I'm like, I was just joking. I don't have nothing up. And she was like, Get the fuck out of my class! <laughs> just go. You got her on the wrong day, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I was a, I, that was fucked up. We had up here
8: with you. <laughs> Get
0: <the fuck> out. <laughs> Kick my ass out. Had to go to the principal office. Funny enough, my basketball coach found out about it. Came in the principal office, they was thinking about suspending me or some shit. My basketball coach was like, came in all mad, was like, You're gonna do this, 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 this blah, blah, blah. And it was like, Oh, we're gonna let Mike handle this. Nigga, my basketball coach didn't make me do shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that. That, that was my crazy. nigga. Yeah, that. <laughs> uh, that shit was lit. <laughs> I hope, you, look, if you listen to this, I'm sorry, Coach. I had to just, you know, got to got to spill some of the beans. You dig? <laughs> Enough time has passed, <laughs> but yeah, if you want to talk about bro. bad, that's right, some bad so shit.
1: I, 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 I think I'm gonna I'm go back to embarrassing because I thought one that was fire, <laughs> and this this probably was like this is one of the moments, bro, where you like. You ever thought about an embarrassing moment like years after the fact and got embarrassed all over again? Like, damn, I really did that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so picture this was, this was middle school, bro. It had to be like, I don't know, maybe seventh, seventh grade, sixth, seventh grade. Mm Mm-hmm. We ended up, we, it it was my PE hour, right? But picture, it was like running like a motherfucker outside. So for whatever reason, they decided the best shit to do instead of going outside doing whatever we was about to do, we was gonna just go in the gym and just chill. Like niggas didn't have no basketballs, no nothing. They just made us chill in the gym for the hour. Yeah. So I'm in my fucking little PE uniform and shit. We coolin', we was bullshitting, But since it was raining, they just put the female PE class and the male PE class in the same gym. But we was on opposite side of the bleachers. But you know how niggas is at that age. We try yeah. to, you know, talk to the hoes or whatever. But I remember the 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 PE teacher. This nigga was like he wasn't having it. He wasn't fucking with no girls. So I was like, well, fuck this. I'm gonna go in the corner. I'm gonna take me a little nap, bro. I'm tired. Nigga probably stayed up playing Call of Duty or some shit the night before. So, oh, they did. I'm in the corner, <laughs> sleep, bro. Knocked out, sleep. Bell go off. I wake up. And you know how like when you wake up, you be having like morning wood and shit. <laughs> so I guess I woke up, I woke up with a little semi, all the girls coming, going back to their shit so they can go get dressed in the class. I stand up, one of my niggas was like, look that nigga hard <laughs> and the finest, in the whole fucking great, looking at my shit like, damn, bro. We're like no shame, just looking down at my shit, laughing like a motherfucker, like, oh, it's y'all, nigga. And I'm like, seventh grade, bro. Like <laughs> when you first start figuring dude, out if we could do bro. that kind of shit. <laughs>
0: that was some, that was that's some TV shit. It show was crazy, shit, dude. cause I
1: woke up out of days, bro. Like in a daze. <laughs> I ain't know what the fuck. You know when you wake up and you don't know where you at, you think you, you about to wake day. up in your room or some shit. <laughs> Like that's what happened, bro. I woke up thinking I was back home oh, in my room shit. with some shit. Oh shit. <laughs>
0: that's funny. Yo, that's some TV show shit. That's fun. That's fucking that's some good wholesome comedy. Your boy that did you dirty, though. He had to, do, he to do you like
1: that. He did, bro. He aired my shit out.
0: That's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I would have been played like just just waking up not knowing what the fuck you had, and everybody just laughing. Oh, that's the yeah, I, that's embarrassing. I feel that one.
1: All right, Brooklyn. And it's up? fucked up because when you so go oh, ahead. Bad, finish. No, bad. finish up, bro. Finish up. Nah, I was just, I was just gonna say when you, it's fucked up because when you're young like that, you don't even be knowing why that be happening. Like you ain't be right. thinking about no crazy shit. Your shit just be hard. Like, what the <laughs> fuck going on?
0: <laughs> no,
1: that's a that fact. Shit was crazy, bro. All
0: right, Booker,
3: uh, what you got? I mean, th- I I didn't do nothing. I didn't have no embarrassing moments because my little sister did all the dumb shit. So she bitch used to like. I would do like I would forget my homework, and this bitch would like triple jump me like. Yeah, I forgot a tampon and I bled through my shirt today. I mean, my my pants today. I'm like, damn, bitch, fuck. I can't never do nothing embarrassing. You just be taking the key. So like, I started doing bad shit. Cause I'm like, well, shit, this bitch are doing all the silly shit. So one day I walk into the lunchroom. One of my coolest niggas, I ain't never forget, my friend Lewis. We was friends for like sixth grade, bro. I walk into lunch and then he got there before me. I don't know why I was mad that he got there before me. Nigga already got his pizza, whatever. He's sitting there, you know what I'm saying? You know them weird ass thing. Nigga got like a fruit pizza and like chocolate milk or some weird shit like that. So I go up in there, and I pick his slice of pizza up, and I lick it, and I slap the shit out of him with it. And <laughs> we just start scrapping in that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, why you did
0: that bro? I'd have been pissed that your <laughs> day, I don't I'd know be like, what like, me, bro. I'd have like, what's, what's wrong with you? And that's, that's one of the moments, that. that's the one of the moments if you that's your friend, you just look at him and like, why the fuck you did this? But I gotta retaliate, cause I can't look like no bitch in the right. lunchroom. I got to. Got to retaliate. Uh, You're not about to just slap me with my pizza after you licked it, nigga. What's wrong with you? Like, I think, I think his, his
3: when he got suspended, his mom was so shocked when she found out who he fought because she's like, this little nigga
0: play video games in my house like three days a week. What the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, I've been like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, as a 25, like, I understand the situation from being a child, but as like a 25, 26-year-old, I'm like, Gotta beat your fucking ass, like. What's, what, like That's what I'm saying. I'm like, yo, my mom must have been soft because I'd have whooped my fucking ass. I look at I look at TV shows so much differently now from when I see kids do shit. I'm just like, nigga, y'all fucking dumb. <laughs> like,
1: it's yeah, just, bro.
0: It's just it's so it's so different, but I I understand that situation where it's like. You just did something stupid, but the friend has to retaliate, has
3: to. I wasn't wouldn't, I wouldn't mad at him at all. I think we ended up
0: being friends after that. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Y'all probably have. And it's just like, <laughs> just something that had to go through. doggy dog world in the fucking, it's a jungle in them schools, bro.
1: What's crazy fact. is, like, at that age, bro, you could fight, and then the very next day, y'all chilling, No, together. no a, <laughs> Same. Bro, bro, if,
0: a, if I got in a fight with someone right now, I'm never talking to them again. <laughs>
1: like, that's like, that's like, a it's, fact. It's yeah,
3: done. Yeah, that's a fact, bro. I'm trying to think of the same thing. I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying to think There's somebody I would fight with that we could be cool again. If there wasn't a family member, it's slow for them. And if there was a family member, it got to be, like, a sister or a brother. Because then, if it's a cousin, it's probably still slow for them.
0: Like I, I don't think I'm I'm fighting yeah. with my homies, and if I do, um, it gotta be bro, some, At this age, it gotta yeah, be something. It's, like it's gotta be, be something it. worth it, like because right.
7: like it can't, can't be, be no old.
0: dumb shit. Like yeah, we, I, I, I to that be old. People, nigga. If we but, fight, gotta be for some real shit, bro. Yeah, I'm too old to be fighting people, bro. <laughs> it's, it's 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 not that it's not that type of time right now. Like like just funny enough. And I, if this person listens to the pod, this is no this is no. I just thought this was funny, and I, maybe this is just my sixth sense of humor. So. An artist hit me up and was like, "Yo, are you from Lafayette?" And I was like, "Yeah." He was like, "Our paths will run across each other." Blah blah blah. Check out my song. And I and I told my girl, I was like, "He thinks we're gonna run past each other, but lo- little does he know, I never leave my house. <laughs> like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna run to this nigga nowhere." <laughs> Like, I don't go nowhere, and that's no, and that's no disrespect to the artist. I just thought that was funny. Nah, bro, that's no. a fact. Because people
3: used to say it to me, when I was on the radio, and I'm like, does <laughs> he know that I don't leave the radio and go out? Yeah, going, I got I'm, school tomorrow, nigga. I'm, I'm not in tomorrow. the club. I'm going to class, and I'm coming by ass home. Like, don't have that kind of time. I got time too, to I gotta watch too much TV shows, like, for me to be out and about. <laughs> so no, bro, well, that's a fact. Right? I used to leave the. I used to leave the radio station, bro. I, Lock up the door at 95.5, leave, go home and watch The Flash, Gotham, uh, Arrow. Is <laughs> that out?
0: Not out. No, don't have no time for none of that. But that, that, yeah, I just thought that was I just thought that was some funny shit. But that's all we got this week, man. We had some some hot topics. But let's get into before we get into the interview with LC son, y'all tell the people they can follow, find you out on social media. I start with you be, tell us where the people can find you at.
3: If you can find me on all social medias that we're Brooklyn at, that's Brooklyn with a Q, not a K, baby. That's marketing
0: purposes. Because we are not trying to get sued. Doom, baby. Tell the people where you, they can find you on social media, bro.
1: Hello Doom SJE on Instagram and Twitter, man. Y'all at me.
0: Y'all go follow both of my brothers out there on Twitter. But with that being said, let's get into the song of the week by L.C. Sun off of his new album, Fantasies and Fables. Y'all be sure to go check out his project and then we'll get into the interview after the song. But let's get into that right now
1: my name is robert neville if you are out there if anyone is out there please shut the fuck up See, B- G- G- G-
4: I'ma G- probably be a legend by the time I die. I just saw the butterfly, butter waffles on the soul, Heather hoodie in the summertime. Royalties multiplying, now we got some pocket change, stock exchange, the product profit underline. I've been in the driver's seat, you can hear the tires screech. Donuts in the lane, put my initials in the side of the street. Arrogant as I could be, cause they ain't always rock with me, so now I grab my nuts tighter than a pair of pliers keep. I hated how they doubted me, but I ain't have a plan. And the shit that I would prophesize made it hard to understand. When you destined, your impressions always miss with the critics Until you win and then they question how the fuck niggas did it Since the beginning, we came in and made it hard for the gimmicks Cause we had everything to prove, we put our lives on exhibit And everything we said was true, we never lied, niggas lived it And gave us rain over the brew, we never tried, we just fit it Get at me, kid it. lights, cameras, As you see the jazz, strike, niggas pouring Irish whiskey i represent the pinnacle with southern rap niggas they say we made it now but we I might cop a Cuban link to compliment my starter sweat. Lounge around the crib, drinking mojitos for my ego. I'm the next bambino, no puertas, instead has out Chico. We made it through the doorway, no more looking through the people's. Spokesperson for my people, the studio, my cathedral. It's so unorthodox, the way my rhymes considered lethal. Just so you can see my socks, I keep a cup link in my chinos, also snazzy shit. Ain't gon' catch me slipping, I've been sitting on my P's and Q's, Waited on my turn, you only hide is what you see in shoes. Niggas couldn't see the views, I tried. But they ain't get it Every rhyme got deeper meanings glued inside it. you just listen I ain't hot. I took initiative That's why they know my name I could die and keep my memory alive It's all the same Put my money by my mouth Now my finances about to change And I'ma dominate the dance Then in a glance, I'm out the game Get off me, nigga Son
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, this week's special guest is none other than LC Sun. You just heard, actually, you just heard his his new song. Uh, I, I think I'm going to go with, man, I think I'm going to go with Cobra Commander. So, yeah, so by, by the time this this is, uh, they hearing us talk and having this conversation, y'all just hope Cobra Commander. He just dropped his new album, Fantasies and Fables. How are right. you doing,
5: LC, my brother? For good, man. Humble in this world, bro. Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, no problem. How does it feel being that you just dropped the album? Because by the time that people hear this, it's out.
5: Yeah. Um, incredible, bro. I, I'll say like, you know, four to five years ago, I would have never thought about being in this position right now. So just to to know that that's a project that it came from a brain baby of mine, you know, it's beautiful.
0: Hell yeah. Well, then let's start off the conversation just like that. Why do you, why is it that four or five years ago you wouldn't have saw this happening?
5: Just no direction, man. Uh I remember being in high school, and I always talk about this, about that, that they make you do a five-year plan and shit, mm-hmm. and I would be in that in that scenario, and it's like, what the fuck I'm going to do in five years? I've been to school for 12. I don't know what's outside to do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I literally had no direction. I always was involved with music and shit, though, so you know, it just so happened, I would come back around for me, and now I'm here making my own music.
0: So, what got you? What got you into rap? Like, what made you decide I want to be a rapper?
5: A couple of things, man. My father, uh, he always was a, a, a rapper, a writer. Always into some theatrical shit. My mom's was an actress, so I, I was on the the entertainment side of things early on, you know. Um, okay. And then one of my cousins was in a band as a younger dude. I always saw that the stage presence of what they were doing, and it was just nuts. So it just all fell into to the craft when I started listening to rappers and like, oh, that's some cool shit. The way they walk around, the swag and shit. All right, let me see what I can do, you know?
0: Hell yeah. Well, who are some of those guys that, you know, influence you to get you, you know, to be like, okay, I could do this shit?
5: Great man, Buster Rhymes, Kid Cudi. Um, Rick Ross, man. You know, Rick Ross is one of the most confident presences in, in music right now. You know, he's just, he's a boss. You know what I'm saying? So all of that, just, I want to take bits and pieces of what I've seen from them and, and build my character up. Through that shit, you know what I'm
0: saying? It's funny you say Rick Ross, because I can definitely not saying that, not not saying anything like this, but I can hear the influence. I can hear the influence of Red Man too, which is which is yeah. crazy. Like yeah. Red is because uh I'm assuming you in your like early twenties, mid or early twenties to, to late twenties, somewhere in between 27. Like, yeah. Late-ish now. All right, yes, yeah, ladies now. Okay, so we are from the generation that like red and meth was a little bit before our time. What got you mm-hmm. into like red man buster rhymes like how'd you come in contact with these east coast dudes especially being that we're from the south
5: yeah um i will say i always felt that my pops resembled buster rhymes he doesn't really look like him but he just for some reason he always reminded me of buster rhymes so it kind of gravitated towards a personal level with that but also rolling with him um just recognizing that these dudes are serious next to the you know i'm not gonna say any names that aren't my favorites, yeah. but you know, next to those musics and uh the music that I was listening to with Pops and shit and hearing that stand out to me, it's like, yeah, this these are some bad boys. So Pops over was the years,
0: super um, crucial to to your hip hop like knowledge.
5: Pops is nice, you know what I'm saying. His his tape deck is different, <laughs> you know what
0: I'm saying. <laughs> and I feel you. That's how I low key. That's how I got into music, comics, movies. It was all through Pops, like because. Yeah. My mom kind of gave me like a different side of like myself, but like all the entertainment, I'm right there with you. It was all cause of Pops. that's, that's what, would say, pops. what would you say? What would you say was your pops, what was your favorite CD that your pops had?
5: Hmm. You wanna know a fact, man? Uh it's not even a rapper. It's a singer called uh, Bjork from Australia. Ooh, I think I I think I know who Bjork is. Yeah, she spells it all kinds of ways. is we it B- it
0: B-J-O-R-K?
5: That's her. Okay, yeah, her. I know
0: I know who that yeah. is. Hell yeah,
5: now, all right. Fun bet. fact, um, she does a lot of collaborations with Timbala. So, you know, she still got that hip-hop influence in it, but she's just so nice, son. It's ridiculous what she could do. So, you know, I would say that's my favorite shit that I heard from Pops.
0: Hell yeah. Okay, so now, before we get to the album, what got mm-hmm. you linked up with... Jalen Quinn, because you're signed to No Help, uh No Help Records.
5: Yes, sir. No help records, man. Thank God for this opportunity. Um, real quick backstory, man. I'm I'm doing my thing, you know what I'm saying? Me and Jalen always known each other through friends, and I recognized he was a nonsense fool. Just he's just ooh, the hardest shit I've ever seen out of just a regular dude. You know what I'm saying? He's just yeah. kicking it in the mall hard, son. But um, we never really linked up like that, just minding our business and I'm doing a show one day and without going into deep deep detail, he could tell I wasn't taking the show too seriously, you know what I'm saying? I'm just up there having a good time with my people and shit and what I was doing wasn't going to take me to the next level of this shit. So he pulled me to the side outside and was like, look bro what I see in you, something that I don't see in these dudes around here, you know what I'm saying? No offense to anybody around our area, we got a, a nice musical area around but he just he gave me a conversation and I talked about it in the album you know what I'm saying it really changed my perspective on I got to I got to do that I look up to that's from the same area and me talking to me like he wants to to see me flourish you know what I'm saying so that should change my mind on what I was going to do with this music shit and uh, a couple of shows after we were just we kept feeling the vibe we were making a few songs feeling the energy in the shade you know the infamous and he hit me with the pop question and I was like, I mean, shit, of course. What do you yeah. mean? Let's no run no it. Records. Come on. Come on.
0: It's crazy you say that because the funny thing is the fact that like he pulled you to the side and believed in you is mm-hmm. crazy because I remember the, the last interview we had, and then the time before that, the time before that, he was like, Look, I got this dude, LC mm-hmm. Son, you gonna have to check him out. Then the last interview, when, we, when, he, when you featured on his project, he was like, best rapper alive. And I was like, wait, you counting yourself? He's like, look, I'm competitive with him, but like, I'm nice, but this nigga is nice. So I was like, oh, if Jaylen gonna say that, then I know it's real.
5: He's humble, bro. He's humble. Um, I definitely don't go into the studio, and I'll say this, it's, it's hard to be in this You know what I'm saying? This dude's nice. Just his cadence is the way he goes to rap. Um, the shit he's talking about is is super relatable. He can say who's ever the best rapper alive, but I guarantee you nobody's fucking with no help. I say that. You know
0: what I'm saying? 1,000%. Well, let's get into the album right now. It's Fantasies and Fables. So I got to start off with the intro. You chose this symphony beginning like track where it's like everyone's taking their seats. Is that classic where in certain movies they play it? And what made you choose that?
5: So, you know what I'm saying? Fantasies and Fables. uh, It came from, literally started off as just a line in my last EP, Stay Fast. Uh, I said it just writing uh, rhymes, you know what I'm saying? And it stood out to me so much. I wanted to kind of build on that. And through the process of building the album, it was supposed to be about so many different things. But after the identity uh, made itself, it, it reminded me of, you know... I wanted to start it off to to give you the illusion of you're going into a separate situation. You're not playing an album and you're listening to music. You know what I'm saying? You're actually stepping into a different situation right now. This is your footsteps into this fantasy, into this fable. And what are you about to find out through this journey, through the album? You know what I'm saying?
0: Hell yeah! It's it's almost like uh, I said a symphony, but it's kind of like a play too, and I think that's interesting. Being yeah. that you have a lot of uh, interludes and a lot of clips that I'm gonna ask you about, but also yeah. the fact your mom's an actress, so I see the theater in you and all of that, that's all yeah, shining sir. through. Even with the name Fantasy and Fables, I'm transporting you to this, and it's like, I'm, we're all watching this play, this movie, right. whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it. So then we get track to Fantasies mm-hmm. and Fables featuring Megan Dawson, Jonathan mm-hmm. Tri- uh, Trigle, and Lord uh, Lavender. What made you choose these three individuals?
5: Megan Dawson, been known for a very long time, one of the best singers out of Homer, period. Just incredible pipes, bro. And, um, Jonathan, he EP, Stay Fast, man. One of my best homies. He'll do anything I ask him to with no questions asked. Uh, Lav is another talent. He's out there in uh, Waco, Texas with John. And they out there minding their business and being so quiet. And I'm like, son, y'all need to get on some music shit because y'all are phenomenal, bro. They yeah. just have a ear for the shit. So I wanted both of them to at least do something on my project. And again, Megan's just phenomenal. So I had to get her. Come over hey. here, let me hear that. You
0: know, yeah, shit. and she killed it, man. Look, all three of y'all, all three of them killed it. But like her, yeah. like you said, she got pipes. Like when I heard some, that, I was like, oh shit, that's she different. can sing. Then you chose, uh, I thought it was interesting because coming off the intro, it's a mm-hmm. big band beat. It's keeping that, like, okay, we're not going to get you into hip-hop yet. We still going to transport you to this theater, to mm-hmm. this, like, this jazzy. Like, we still going to get get you in this mind state. Also, you said the mirror is telling you that you're minuscule. How do you battle yeah. that personal doubt?
5: That's the big, um, that's the big topic of the album. You know what I'm saying? It personal is. doubt, you know, uh, the way I battle it, man, and it's not—I'm not even gonna go. I do my music a lot. The way I battle it, bro, is conversation, man. I—I—I I, I, I communicate with people. I let people know, look, this is where I'm at mentally. Um, I, I always wanted to point out that you know Jalen is a big advocate for you know self-hustling. You know, what I'm saying he speaks on how to grind as yeah. to where on the other side of the rap no help identity. I'm speaking on. If it's not a, necessarily a grind. In my words, it's more like your mentality behind what you have to do to be a person in this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So that first song is just all about how I was my own worst enemy. And this is what happens throughout the album because of that shit. You know what I'm saying?
0: Hell yeah, because you, you even say, you like, you said the fantasies and fables never from a POV of yourself. And it's like, this is nice time to, like, we're going to tell, we're going to tell this story. And that line comes again I believe Mm -hmm. in the outro, if I'm not Mm -hmm. mistaken. But Mm yeah, just talk to me a little bit about that line.
4: So, you know, when you're reading
5: a fantasy and you're reading um, some stories and shit, you know, it's all from authors and shit, but it's about Cinderella or it's about Prince Charming. It's never the the person in the fantasy that's telling the uh, stories what's going on. Yeah, so really, I didn't write this to be my... Fantasy or my fable, I wrote this, that you can have the information so you can write this shit for me, you know what I'm saying? You could depict what you understood from this, make your own assumption of what this was actually about, and as you go through that motherfucker, you're like, okay, let me write this bitch from, you know, from what I've what uh, heard, and then I can get my own interpretation of the motherfucker.
0: Yeah, and then they'll ha- all your fans will tell the story of L.C. Son, where L.C. Sun don't have to tell it.
5: You don't have to tell it. It's all going to be different from different walks of life. What part resonated with you? And it just creates that fantasy and favor. You know what I'm saying? Ah,
0: uh, and that's it why it. it's many different fantasies and many different fables. I fuck with that. I fuck with yep. that. Hell yeah. Yep. Okay. So then we get to track three. Dr. Uh, Neville? Or which, 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 which you which you in for? Dr. Neville? Okay. Dr. Neville. You said the studio is your cathedral. Is is rapping therapeutic, almost religious religious S for you?
5: So, Yes. Rapping helped me, honestly, I talk about it uh, a lot. Rapping helped me speak to God, honestly, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Not too far, long ago, I had, you know, some dark spaces in my life, which gave me the reason to to rap. I have content to talk about, you know what I'm saying? Everybody goes through things. And me being lyrical gave me the opportunity to talk to God in my own way, you know what I'm saying? Whereas it may not be comfortable for certain people to sit at a kitchen table and talk to God over their food or, you know, pray in the shower, however you get it popping. Yeah. Me uh, writing my rhymes and expressing how I came to meet my confidence and faith is how I'm speaking, you know, to God, you know what I'm saying? And I'm giving people a way to to hear and influence them to speak, you know what I'm
0: saying? Hell yeah. When did, so how long ago did you start to develop that, you know, your personal relationship with God through the, through the
5: rap? I want to say, um, SoundCloud. I released a song called Two Posters," and I, that was my first time I really hit my topic on me talking to the Lord. You know what I'm saying? And uh, around two years ago is where that relationship started re- reoccurring. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Would you consider yourself? Um, would you ever do the lacrae route where you where you rap solely about that, or is it just something that's more personal for you?
5: I wouldn't go Lecrae. Um I'm a, a Pirate mouth, you know what I'm saying? I, yeah. <laughs> uh, I would not go to Kray, though, uh just because I feel like it boxes the Kray in, but he's phenomenal, you know. Yeah. But uh I wouldn't I wouldn't go to Christian rap until guy pushed me to Christian rap, you know what I'm saying? So we'll see.
0: Yeah, it's whatever it whatever goes that way later that on in your happens. life. I'm gonna fight it. Hell yeah, okay, 100 percent The next track we got is Bases Loaded, featuring lyric and B Mac. Just talk to me about why you chose these two uh individuals.
5: Bro, uh, bass is loaded, man. Lyric and B-Mac. Lyric is the... um, Is he the deep voice one? He's the first uh, feature, yeah. Okay. He's uh, out in Atlanta, man. And these are my guys from hometown Thibodeau, bro. And he was the first one to really inspire me to to rap. He was rapping when he was in high school and shit. He's one of those cats. Like, I've been at this shit. And he was just always on our ass, man. Rich Raiders, bro. That was the first uh, faction that I had my hand in. We got so many other members and shit, but that's that's my brother. So I was like, I reached out. I was like, look, I'm putting this together this is my first album. Album, I'm gonna need you. Yeah, came through immediately. Didn't ask no questions. He's phenomenal, bro. Um, and B Mac, that's my boy. You know? B Mac's like my fucking brother. He's here at all times. He's um, I try to get him on features every now and then just to keep his spirits flowing and shit. Yeah, you know, he's just. I wrote my first verse for B Mac. You know what I'm saying? So basically, that's a homage song, honestly. I just mm. wanted the people that I look up to in the rap uh, game, you know, lyric-wise, I want y'all to come and show me which I got on my shit, you know what I'm
0: saying? Yeah, like we just gonna all come up here, compete in the competition. It. Hell Let's do yeah, yeah, Rich
5: Raider shit. Back when we was in Lafayette, we used to do that shit all the time. It we was some beats and blacks, you know what I'm saying?
0: You said so back cool when you was smart. in in where?
5: Lafayette, bro. Oh,
0: yeah. you was you okay. So how was that living up in Lafayette?
5: And how long did you stay was, up here? It was that time phrase where I was like, man, I don't know what I'm doing in my life. So all my homies went to UL. And I was like, shit, I'm going to pack up and go fuck with my niggas. It's lit yeah. out there. You know, they got all the honeys and shit. They got all the parties and shit. I'm living out there. All my boys is at school. I'm working at Finish Line at the time. And I'm like, man, fuck, what am I doing? And that's when I get to write my first verse for B-Mac. And I'm I'm fucking uh, Lyric now. He calls himself, and, you know, and that shit was the spawn of my own. rap. Right. You know?
0: Yeah. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> we putting this story together. Did you spell top dog like that on purpose? Absolutely. Okay. Is that, is, that, is that to pay homage to TDE?
5: Yeah, man. In the song I'm saying I'm the uh I'm the right hand man, K Dot, you know what I'm saying, top dog. It's it's paying homage, but at the same time, like, you know what I'm saying, we got no help. Yeah. We're coming for TDE spot, you know what I'm saying? This is it. This is I it.
0: got you. Okay, okay. You know Y'all coming it. and then look. You said you could sell crack to plumbers, and that's bars. Talk to me how important lyrics are to you.
5: Oh, my God, bro. I can't finesse my ears to not understand lyrics. You know what I'm saying? I can't listen to the non-lyrical raps, even though I want to. Like, you ask Jalen, bro, on some side mission shit. You go ask Jalen how much we complain about music, because he like, he genuinely loves the, the fun rap. I don't like that fun shit, bro. Mm, Redman, okay. Busta Rhymes, these niggas is witty. You know what I'm saying? Their pens yep. are stupid. So everything I'm saying in that bitch, I try to make sure that it's somewhere near double entendre or there's inside. I was about to say
0: you, you, a lot of everywhere. the stuff that I picked up is double meanings. A lot of yeah. like it, it's, it's layers. And when I finished, when I finished my, uh, this is about my, my third listen before we came to this, I was like, man, I need more time with it. Like, this is one of those where it's like, I'm gonna have to listen to this bitch. Like a a couple more times before I peel back on. Cause even the first time I listened, I listened for like, how does it sound? Okay. Is this dude good? Second time. It's like, okay, this nigga is fire. Like, let me, let me see the lyrics. (laughs) Third time. It's like, all right, I'm catching new shit that I didn't even catch the first two times. And I know right. if I listen again, I'm going to catch more stuff. How important is it to make your, I always like to use the Shrek reference because we're like Shrek kids. The uh, right. ogres are like onions. How do you like to you make your music like onions and have it let them have their layers?
5: It's literally the only shit that I love. You know what I'm saying? Like that's my favorite part about this motherfucker. Of course, I love performing. Like I said, I've been an entertainer, dude. I love performing. And then I love the secret, um, and uh, Dr. Neville, every, uh, every rhyme got deeper meanings. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. You just got to listen to what I'm saying. And it may not be the biggest thing. You know what I'm saying? But it's just, it's, it's, it's an it's a Easter egg. Like Marvel movies, they give you extra situations in every scene. You know what I'm saying? It's always, yep. it's just, it, that's what makes me want to write. You know what I'm
0: saying? I got it. It's you. beautiful. It's a, it's, a, it's a personal thing that you love. And I, nah, I fuck with Challenge that. I think, I think that form of rap, is coming back into, like, mainstay, and it's needed through guys like Grizel, the Boldly James, No Help Records, like, y'all are doing that, and I, and, like, I, I'm, I'm I,
5: I love that. While you say that, before we move on, Grizel, the niggas, is different. I'm, <laughs> yeah. trying to, I'm trying to tell niggas, them boys are different. Who's and your that's favorite what one? I'm talking about. Right, though, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's the machine, I, when huh? I first, when I first was listening, it was Conway, but then... You hear West Side and he's so fucking swaggy, son. But you barely know what he's talking about. And then you hear Benny and he comes around and he smashes. So I ain't gonna lie, right now I'm, I'm leaning towards Benny, but they all have had their tenure of being in my, my top spot. They just, he, right now, right.
0: my first favorite was Benny. Right now, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a Conway guy right now. So like I'm fucking yeah. with the Machine Heavy. I haven't gotten to West Side because like, West Side is very Yeah, it's like I haven't gotten to it yet I'm gonna have to, It's Sorry. gonna come It's gonna come eventually But hell yeah Shout out to, shout out to Griselda So then we get yeah. to We get to track six You did it uh, You did it Johnny
5: mm-hmm.
0: uh, What's that talking at the end? What's that from at the end? the, uh,
5: the, the Yeah, the skit Alright, so that goes into uh, One of the themes of the album It's from the Truman Show uh, Starring Jim Carrey Okay Have you ever seen it?
0: Yes, I knew I heard it But I didn't know yeah. where it was from
5: so, The Truman Show basically is um, a movie based on, like, the reality TV. Before reality TV was reality TV. And uh, all the cameras are on, this guy watching him live a life that's basically a facade, and he doesn't know it. Yep. And that skit right there is when he's kind of coming to the terms, like, man, I've been in this same spot for my entire life. I'm in my, like, late 20s, mid-30s probably, and I've you, you've never been off of this planet, you know what I'm saying, or this or this place so he's kind of coming to the intellect intellect, like, yo, something got to change. I got to go outside of this place. And uh, I wanted to twist that into fantasy fables about, you know what I'm saying? I've been in this same spot of trying to chase this dream that's posted up there for me. But basically, how am I dreaming and how am I chasing somebody else's depiction? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm only chasing what's been given to me. So basically I'm in this same bubble that Truman was in. You know what I'm saying? so. At that point in the album, that's when I say, all right, I'm about to challenge what's going on. I'm about to challenge myself to push myself past this bubble. Am I trying to be a rapper or am I trying to be myself to the best of my ability while rapping? You know what I'm saying?
0: And find your own, find your vision of what this success is. Let's Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck with that heavy. So then that leads us to track seven, Fluency. How good is Mom's Crawfish stew, man? <laughs>
5: Boy, listen. <laughs> Boy, listen. Mom's, oh, my damn. Easter, bro. Easter. Every Easter. What do you want for uh, Easter? You know, you want to have like an egg dying? no nah, man, fuck that. Give me some crawfish, juice. And make six pots of that shit, because I'm bringing it home. So that's just delicious. Uh, she heard it uh, September 7th. We had a listening party for the the close family and shit, and she heard it, and she was just weak, so that's just fucking hilarious. But um, one of my other influences Action Bronson, son, and he does this where, like, he, he puts in some witty shit, but it's... Some food-related witty shit. Food-related, and sometimes it's funny, and Sometimes it's just like I'm just talking about getting my my shirts ironed or something. You say something stupid, just just cause I got but the Abu's
2: shit. Uh, cool. Like you know, you know I'm like, saying yeah,
5: just I know. something. Yeah. So you know that's kind of where that that mindset is. Nobody cooks a better student. Than my mom, son, so. Catch that, and then I'm gonna spin it and start rapping,
0: nigga, You know. Hell yeah! Well, we gotta stay on track seven because I got some more about this that I want to pull back. You said the real storm is when you overcome things in the past, and then you talk about drinking alone a lot in this in this song. Talk to me just about your dealings with that, and like well, I'm guessing that was through the dark time that you went through yeah. of just drinking alone, and then uh, how did you overcome that storm that was in the
5: past? You know, uh, accepting you know, accepting what's going on. So a lot of times I find in myself and I see it in a lot of people that, you know, when we deal with certain th- things that happened in the past, especially in my close uh, situations, what I'm used to and shit, we don't really move forward. We don't accept that. We don't forgive ourselves for what we've done and what we've been through. So that's always really, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you can't move forward until you get that fluency and you really understand that what happened yesterday made you Come here today, you know. You have another understanding of what's going on, so you know. And uh, drinking alone, man. You know, it was just a time where I'm at. I'm at the crib, and you know, my friends are over here and shit. But I'm. I'm just not really coherent. I'm just minding my business. I'm drinking every day. Does that go
0: back to that time when you're like? Where everybody's at school and you're at this point where it's like I gotta I gotta find out what's in my life, but it's it's at that time where it's like yeah, man. I'm just drinking. I'm trying. I don't know what the fuck I want to do. I re- I related to that portion heavy of like yeah, you, you know, don't know what you want to do in life. and It is like you. F- it's almost a sense of lostness, and you're just looking for different things to grab. To where it's like, let me find some sort of purpose.
5: Let me find some sort of purpose, bro. You know, it's it's. Again, back in the school, the five-year plan shit, they don't teach you about life. You know, yeah, they teach they you how to divide shit and how to, how to multiply and how to read a book, but they don't teach you how. Like, I'm about to go through this anxiety phase in my life and I don't know what to do about it. Yeah, And I'm 21, so if I'm about to drink to numb that feeling, and now I end up drinking alone seven days just to, like, not be at home and feel terrified in the darkness, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. That shit exists. And I try to, you know, I don't want to go to... Uh, dark with it you know what I'm saying but I but it's try true. to touch on it in my music you know what I'm saying? and like yeah, everybody shit,
0: everybody has bro. their vices whether it's drinking mm-hmm. weed whatever drugs people be doing like I, I know exactly what you're talking about and I know right. so many people who go through this what is your advice for someone that's in that storm right now on which how, how can they get out
5: communication bro honestly I was I'm the most prideful motherfucker you'll ever meet bro I don't show emotion, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make your day better, so I'm, I'll am i do anything to make your day better, even if I have to cripple mine, but when I finally hit that spot, and I'm like, all right, bro, I'm fucking tripping. I, I can't even sleep at night, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I was I was calling moms at like three o'clock in the morning, waking up in the middle of panic attacks and shit. I ain't never dealt with no shit like that, so I used to look at people that were really dealing with that shit seriously, like, yo, just man up. Nah, nigga, yeah,
2: that yeah. shit happens, that yeah. shit
5: exists, you know what I'm saying, so what I did was, I broke my fucking pride down. I communicated with the close homies who so I trusted. Then I started communicating with the exterior people. You know what I'm saying? Look, I went through this and I see where you at right now. Have you gone through that? Or are you going close to that? You know, what can I do to help you? And that communication, just just speaking to somebody and their rebuttal show you that that's just not that unnormal. So, you know, I've been through that already. Uh I know somebody that's been through that already. I'm not alone in this shit, you know what I'm saying? And it gives you a better uh, sense of confidence and uh, a better understanding of how to move around that shit. You know?
0: I love hearing you say all of this because, and then the thing that you started off with was when people say you got a man up, and I think that's the biggest problem, at least with black yeah. males in, in, and yeah. in, in, uh, with African-American males, it's like we always think we got to man up, men keep that shit to themselves, but it's like, the longer you keep it to yourself, the more you bottle up, and eventually that bottle's going to burst, and it's like oh. we need to communicate how we feel, whether that's therapy, whether that's with someone you trust, whatever it may be, Mental health is a real thing, and it's a, and you have mm-hmm. to sustain a proper mental health.
5: Yep, yeah. I've ever I, I I was the one, yo. Shut up. Take that shit to the chin. Hit me yeah. harder than that. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I'll never I'll never uh, belittle someone's mind state again, bro. That shit, i would be for sure. And so. I think
0: I think that's so important that our generations realizing that. So when we have kids, it's like our kids will get better and then it'll start a chain reaction of breaking that stigma that our, our fathers and our forefathers had. And it's like, I'm glad it's starting with us because it's something that I'm seeing across the board with all different types of black males that I've talked to on this show. It's like mental health is a big thing that every single one of us have said.
5: Yeah, we have to man. And, uh, (laughs) I, I'm 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 happy that a bunch of the people that I have were here for me. And to the people that don't have people there for them, you know what I'm saying? They'll Help Records. We're here for you.
0: That's what I'm saying. Look, man, Fast. y'all, this album will definitely help you with that if you're going through that. So uh, definitely make sure you check out Fantasies absolutely. and Fables. <laughs> okay, so What's I up, Flu- Fluency was just a, a very, a very, very special track. I had to I had to break down f- with like a couple of questions. Yeah, for that one. Go for so, it. So but next track we got is Alpha Eight. Is that from uh Power Rangers?
5: Power Rangers. Yeah,
0: okay. Power Rangers. Well I, I I I'm taking it you're a big movie and TV guy.
5: I like what I like, you know what I'm saying? Um, certain things influence what I got going on. I'm de- I'm definitely uh one of the guys that's more impressionable when I when I go to create. Um so All of the scenes and the skits that I have is from movies and TV scenes that stuck with me Like um, at the beginning of the album with the count off. That's from Whiplash. That's a fire movie. Um, But yeah, Alpha 5 wrote Power Rangers was my shit. So I had to go. if it's my first album, I'm going to put what I want in that bitch. Alpha 5 is going in there, bro. And he's talking crazy. He's just at Zordon's. Come on.
0: I'm with it. I know. I I was like, okay, real. One of the lines in there that I really, really liked, opinions are like a dick. You You only take them if you bitch
5: me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what, what's up with the opinions, bro <laughs> like, <laughs> all right now this this line's funny to me again, yeah at some point you got to do your thing for yourself, you know what I'm Fact. saying, of course, I want the people to listen to my music, and of course, I want uh everybody to resonate, but at some point you gotta do shit for yourself so um, I remember writing that song, I was just minding my I was actually in my sister's room just walking around writing it, and um me and Jalen released the song when uh uh, a bunch of the George Floyd drama was going on called Eye I, uh, I Strain. And you know, rest in peace George Floyd. And, and that shit really put me in a place where it was like another another negative time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I was bent up about it and I released the song and I sent it to one of my homies. Shout out my motherfucking homie. And uh, he was like, bro, the distortion on that bitch is a little wicked, you know what I'm saying? It's a little much. and. At that point, which I've already come to this conclusion already, but at that point I'm like, sir, you listening to the distortion in the song but I'm trying to express how I feel on what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> Your opinion don't matter. <laughs> Your opinion's like a dick. You only take it if you bitch mate. Now. No offense to dictators, but you know what I'm saying <laughs>
4: it's just a witty. It was like it's a, just a witty jab bar, to my own yeah. yeah. I
0: fucked with it. No, that that it yeah. literally when I heard, I was like, "Well, I gotta ask him about this." This bar is hard as hell, and it sticks it's out. Funny, sir. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one thousand percent. So the right. next one we get is Track Nine Cobra Commander featured Jalen. Talk about the friendly, friendly rivalry with you and Jalen. I, and I know we talked touched on it a little bit earlier, Ooh. but just like, how is it when y'all get in the studio together? If he drop a five verse and you already got one written and you hear his five verses, and like, oh, hold on. I'm going to mm-hmm. have to come switch this bitch up. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, I'm not about to let him kill me.
5: We um, we pride ourselves in not trying to switch each other's verses after we hear Because we know we both understand what we're coming with. Uh, yeah. I remember y'all were talking about the shucking and jiving joint. and <laughs> I laid down my verse and he came after me and just smashed. And I'm like, I've been asked, I wanted Jalen to be on Bases Loaded, actually. It was just oh, gonna be me and Jalen, but uh it didn't work out that way. And I needed him on the album. Like this album is basically homage entirely, the whole thing. So I'm like, my nigga, you saved my life, bro. I need you yeah. on my album. And I'm sitting same, I'm sitting right here, I'm on the porch at my crib, and I made this fucking beat from this um Teddy Larcy. I don't even know who this guy is. I just was searching so deep into YouTube. He makes this uh, weird experimental music. And I fucking sampled that shit and made it lot la, la, la. did the drums and it's just sounding like this. I'm like, fuck. I, I got to get somebody that can sprint on this. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I said to Jalen, I'm like, look, I'm coming to the crib tonight. By the time I got to the crib, Jalen was like Verse 74% written. done. And I was writing on my way to the car. So we already had our haymakers. And like, he told me his first line, uh, uh, Vandal Savage or whatever he said about Vandal and it's just I'm like fuck
0: fuck yeah he had bars this
5: dude is, this dude is nuts <laughs> but you know what I'm saying I he he pushes me to that point where it's like man if you believe that I'm the best rapper and I believe that you're the best rapper let's both prove each other wrong you yeah. know I'm about to smash you know what I'm saying and it comes out to be that head to head Cobra command
0: and the fact that you said y'all coming for TDE I think that's that that relationship that you and him have is yeah. reminds me of that, like when I hear when I hear early T D like Absol talking to Kendrick, like I think Kendrick's the best. No, I think Absol's the best, and they push yeah. each other. It's steel Sharp, and steel, the classic thing of like when you're around people that that are like really good, you, it'll rub off on you and it'll rub off on them. Also, yeah. Jalen, right now I know you listen to this. Shout out, shout out to you for that Vandal Savage line. You already know I'm coming with the DC
5: love. Oh but, my
0: god! But we'll, we'll talk about that in a little because I got I got I I, I got to get to your take on like comic books and all that. But we'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah. But uh what was I gonna say? So yeah, no, it's just it's steel sharpened steel and this it's it's y'all doing this this together. Um, you said you produced this track. How much did you produce on the album?
5: Humbly like 94%. Do you yeah.
0: like, which one do you like more? Rapping or producing?
5: Rapping, man. Rapping. Um, my thing is I uh, so T Steve's no help that Uh he made Dr. Neville. Okay. And our uh, DJ K-Booty, he made the last portion of my last song, the outro.
0: That transition's nuts, but we'll get to that. He
5: destroyed it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Everything else, my thing is, bro, I'm so particular. So I had to learn how to make my shit. Jalen and, and t have that too. Jalen's so particular, he'll smash any beat. I'm a little less... Uh, free with the beats, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna go rap on Meg Thee Stallion like he did to smash it. It just don't work for me. Yeah. But um, him and t Steeves have a fucking formula. They get it popping. And with me, you know, I'm I'm still trying to figure out how to how to flex on other people's beats that that I can really speak the way I want to speak on it. So I, I said, fuck it. I'm gonna learn how to how to do my own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: that Jay Cole thing going where it's like I, I gotta make my own beats. Oh, that I Big Crit thing where it's like I gotta I gotta make my shit so I could feel comfortable spinning.
5: You know what I'm saying? It's like. I love my mother's cooking. My crawfish stew is awesome. If I eat your crawfish stew, I'm going to be picking on it because, you know,
0: Yeah, I know, what I, yeah, I know exactly. what I want. 100%. Yeah, exactly. 100%. So then we get to track 10 golden moments. Always be careful how you win it because it may result in a fail. Talk to me about that line. That stuck out to me. Huge.
5: All right. Golden moments was supposed to be a lot further up in the album. Okay. When I was first defining the fantasy, uh, it ended up being all the way in the back and, Tying the motherfucker together for me, which is beautiful. Um, always be careful how you win and result in the fail, man. We can break it down into any category, but I've taken a bunch of W's that have took a, a fire um, toll on my character or on my on my on my soul itself. You know what I'm saying? I've I've done a bunch of things that felt joyous in the moment, but it was actually
6: worse off for you.
5: It takes a toll on you, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's basically like stop living in the moment. And stop, stop. You know, you got to be uh intentional with what you do. You got to think ahead. you got to you got to pay attention to what's going on. You know what I'm saying? um Simple as maybe, like let's just use this example. Maybe you might get away stealing your groceries or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But it could all it could fall fall down. You got some free groceries today, but you know what I'm saying, calm as a bitch. Somebody isn't having food now. You know what I'm saying? Or you go do that shit tomorrow, and then you get popped. How you doing? Yeah, all of that shit, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that specific line came from a situation I did back when I was younger. And uh, it just applied, And It was a victory, but it cost me, you know- In the long a good, A good stretch. It 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 it, it, it almost damaged a couple of relationships. It, it cost me like five Gs that I didn't have. Uh, yeah. You know, a couple of people disappointed in me, you know what I'm saying? But it, it definitely gave me golden moments and it humbled you. I'm not moving the way I was moving at that time in my life. You know what I'm saying? So it's a beautiful thing. I just want you to be careful how you're moving out here because this shit is serious at every
0: moment. 1,000%. Look, and, And you can also look at it from the flip, whereas if you take a loss, that can end up being a win in the end where you may lose the battle, but you can end up winning the war due to that loss. You learn something from it.
5: Once you humble yourself, bro, you realize that the the W is coming after you. You know what I'm saying. Once you just chill out and sit back and look at the whole perspective, the the route's easy as fuck. You know what I'm saying. You just gotta chill and get it. Yeah, just chill and get it. Stop being so pressed to to, to move forward. You know what I'm saying. Of course, get your hustle on, but like, pay attention to what's going on. You know, and what yep. what be careful how you win.
0: 1,000%. So then track 11 is just like, is just like uh, fluency. We got showtime. I got yeah. a bunch of questions with this
5: one. Yes. How was working at Dillard's? <laughs> I <laughs> wanted to block out Dillard's, but it just didn't happen in time because I didn't want Dillard's to be affected. I love Dillard's. But it was that specific moment. I'm at, um, actually working women's shoes. And okay. And it's like it's, it's not, you know, it's not my type of woman. It's like older <laughs> more established grandmothers coming in there. So that shit was weird, bro. I'm just like <laughs> handing people with corns on their feet, a couple of slippers and shit. And it's just, yo, what am I doing? I'm like 21. <laughs> and uh, they finally moved me to the men's department that same day. And when I got to the men's department, I was like, fuck that, I'm about to sell my dogs some shoes. I always sold shoes for like seven years. And I'm like, All right, I'm about to sell some homies some shoes or whatever. And then in the men's department, I didn't get any customers. Like that whole day, so I'm sitting there and I'm like, "All right, cool." I was making my commission over there, fucking with corns. Mm-hmm. I'm over here with the men's shoes, where I feel I'm my doing nothing, law. doing nothing. I go in the back stock room and I call my homie Marty. This is Marty's hat, by the way, finessing since '93. He's fucking Ooh. phenomenal. Yeah, that's just fire. Um, I call my homie Marty and I'm like, "Look, son, I'm freaking out." Uh, he's in. I met him in Lafayette the same days I was talking about earlier. He's in Baton Rouge at the point. And I'm like, I'm freaking out. So why am I at Dillard's and? you know what I'm supposed to be doing. He was one of the main focuses on my life where it's like, yo, you need to get out of what you're doing and, and go rap, nigga. like seriously. He had me yeah. in the pad in his apartment while I was sleeping on this floor. Like, get your bars off. And you know, I owe my life to Marty. Genuinely from this moment, he was like, look, flip a coin. If it's tails, you come stay with me. Uh, i give you a job at Tiger Mania. He was running over there. And uh, if it's heads, you know what I'm saying? Just think about what you got going on and, and just relax. Yeah. I flipped the coin, and as the coin was in the air, like within the the split moment, I was like, my nigga, get out. I left Dillard's through the side door. Like (laughs) slipped out that bitch immediately. And from that moment, bro, like it's been, it it wasn't even LC Sunbread back then. You know what I'm saying? It's been step by step. I I changed my whole life from that conversation with Marty. You know what I'm saying? So shout out (laughs) Marty for giving me the opportunity
0: that was a start leading us to this point, man, that's, that's some shit when, when, when it, when it all works out for no help, that's going to be in the movie, that's going to be in the LC Sun movie, but y'all should do a TV series because this, this is all perfect to where it's like, you could get all, all of y'all's individual story where like half the season, we follow you half the season, we follow Jalen and tell y'all lead up. That'd be amazing where it's like you and Dillard, you flip that corner there, slow motion pans up. And it's like, Nah, fuck this, grab fuck the coin, coin and just coin, walk bro. out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not heavy hearted shit. Okay, so sure. the, the next thing I got is, you said you're cool with losing it all because of the risk you're taking.
5: Yeah, man. Um, Nipsey talks about it a lot, rest in peace, Nipsey. It's like, bro, you can't half-ass the shit. And that's what Jalen brought me to the side. We talked about it earlier. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I'm on stage having fun. But Not why are you serious. the one having fun you know what I'm yeah. saying it should be fun but why are you the one having fun you're supposed to be giving entertainment to the audience you're supposed to be this is your if you're going to do this this is your job bro. so you know what I'm saying I'm about to risk uh, leaving my job and go live at Marty's on the couch uh, work part time for my homie you know what I'm saying so I can get these uh, bars off and get my shit together um, this pandemic gave us a lot of uh, it's been a terrible time don't get me wrong you know what I'm saying this yeah, is one of my worst years ever but it gave us a lot of time to reflect and realize why wouldn't you risk it all? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Look at how easily and fragile the world can be. Um, so risk what you got going on. And from where I'm from, everybody does the next man's job. You know what I'm saying? There's somebody in charge everywhere. So yep. why not be your own boss? Your boss? Get out of that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Risk it, risk it. Because I guarantee you, if you risk it, something's gonna pay off, Sure. It's
0: better. It's better to risk it than not, and then have regret when you're 40, 50 years old.
5: Yeah, I mean, what's the point, bro? Um, Jim Carrey said a quote, man, recent, uh, not recently, but I recently saw it, and he was like, la la la, my father worked for this uh, forever because he was too scared to risk it, and then he got fired. So it's better to, you know what I'm saying, risk it and lose than not risk it and still lose, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. something like that. Paraphrasing, of course. But that shit reached for me because it's like, I think I'm about to risk it all. Oh, yeah. Shit. You know, all of it. I don't
0: care. Yeah, just to see what happens. Because worst case scenario is is just no. But if it does, it's like my life's changed. Okay, I know, I, agree I agree with you. I agree with you. Look, I'm doing the same thing. So I I, I relate to that mm-hmm. bar heavy okay so you said you can't keep in in the same vein you said you can't keep pushing on the star hoping it might come you got to make it uh you got to make it who you are follow your path and know you chose the right one don't waste your time plotting your every movement if you ain't prepared to do this shit that's if you ain't prepared to do the shit that's like mm-hmm. calling the pot that's that's like the pot calling the kettle stupid Definitely. yeah I
5: yeah,
0: love that whole little soliloquy right there <laughs> I fucked right. with that
5: that's a big word I don't even know how to say that Soliloquy. Uh, Hell yeah. no,
0: yeah. You know, you know how to say that, nigga. use a, a, a wordsmith.
5: Possibly. Uh, nah, man, uh, that whole phrase is having a conversation with Pops. Um, not a specific one, but just the, the wisdom he gives me, you know what I'm saying? Don't waste your time plotting if you're not going to prepare. Yeah. That goes back to me and my boy, man. We always, we're sitting here trying to, uh, to create a brand, and it just, you know, when, when you sit there and, and you, you're too... You're too, um, intricate on details and stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying don't be 1000% there to, you know, whatever, but just, you know, you got to trust in yourself. Um, you can't wish on a star, hope it might come. You know, you gotta, you gotta manifest your own shit. I don't believe in the, uh, the, the uh, law of attraction. I believe it's an unconscious pursuit. Cause if you, you know what I'm saying? You subconsciously think about something every day and you subconsciously, Uh, Draw that shit to you every day. It's not being attracted; you're literally seeking it out subconsciously. So don't wish on a star, my nigga. Fly up that bitch and grab the star. Grab the star. Be the star. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Don't plot every move if you're not gonna follow through with the plot. If the movie has a plot and you've never seen a movie, then what does the plot mean? Like it doesn't even exist. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's like the pot calling the kettle stupid. It's just like, you know, you're pointing the finger at yourself. That was just a, a way to spin the pot calling the kettle black.
0: Black, like, yeah, you know? no, 100%. And then the final bar that I wrote down that really was just like, it stood out to me. You said mm-hmm. the niggas that betrayed you are the ones that made you. Also, that beat switch is fire.
5: <laughs> also, that beat switch is fire, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, such a specific topic, dude. Uh, but it's two situations that that I wrote down one of them, one of, one of the guys that I, I, I genuinely look up to gave me a wild perspective. You know what I'm saying? Um, we had a situation between us two that I wasn't comfortable with and it it, it it put some sour shit into my soul. And I was thinking about it for a very long time. And what I came out on top of it was, I basically feel played because he doesn't reciprocate the energy that I thought was everlasting between mm. us two. You know what I'm saying? If you don't nurture a relationship in a certain way, you can't expect somebody to feel the same way you feel about it. And the situation was wild, but at the same time it humbled me and it gave me a perspective like my nigga, maybe this whole time where I thought we was there, on your half, you might've thought that we had fallen off in a a, a different way. And I should've been there to be able to let you know, like my nigga, you my brother for real. Dang. And that's it applies to both situations the same way. you my brother for real, my nigga. And, and the way I'm feeling over here, I'm doing this shit for you. You know what I'm saying? You made me this. So I can't believe that you feel a different way. But I'm arrogant to think that you wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that shit just made me, it, it humbled me for
0: sure. 100%. That was just a crazy bar. And like I said, the beat switch is nuts. Before we mm. finish, before we uh, get to the next portion of the interview, because we talked the album, tell the people where they can find it at uh, out there in the streaming world.
5: Everywhere, man. I music the title. Uh whatever else you use, Spotify, bro. That's gonna be on all platforms. Uh fantasies and September twenty fifth, man. The Records.
0: Hell yeah. Y'all definitely make sure y'all go check that album out. Uh they can purchase it, right? Or it's just streaming. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, purchased. well, huh. I, look, I don't. I don't ever tell people recommend to people go stream it. Y'all go purchase LC Sun's album because it's definitely, definitely worth your <laughs> money, and you are definitely getting a fire, fire album. Thank uh, you. Man. I, I'll, I'll be able to call it a classic or not by the end of the year. So we'll, 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 we'll return to that. But it's definitely like in that. there in the category for album of the year. And then when we do the bros who think. Uh, Awards, it's going to be up for one of the best albums of Louisiana. Man, I'm going to have a rough fucking time this year with the
5: yeah. damn awards. Yeah.
0: From you to Jalen, Yeah, y'all, like, man. Louisiana ain't playing. So many good albums. Shout out to Adam Dollar. Shout out to, like, man, y'all not playing yeah. this year. For real. Louisiana came to fucking play. So let's let your fans get to know you. We do this with Rapid Fire. Because yeah. you're a Louisiana boy, crawfish, ball crawfish, a gumbo. Oil, oil crawfish. OK. Gumbo yeah. or bude?
5: Gumbo. I'm not a fan of that.
0: OK, OK. So we got a crawfish, gumbo, bude. OK, cool. Chicken and sausage or seafood? Seafood. Ah, OK. That goes back to crawfish stew, Picking ball crawfish. Yeah. I'm getting it. I'm yeah. getting it. OK. Yeah. If you could go anywhere on vacation right now with no corona, no none of that, where would you go?
5: I've always said I would go to like Norway or the Netherlands, man. Just wanted to see Ooh. something spacious. Yeah.
0: Just is there is there any like just the space and just the like the the uh, nature aspect of it all? Cause I n- I've never heard Norway or, or, or the Netherlands. Right. That's a that's <laughs> an interesting choice. Hell yeah.
5: Yeah, man. Uh, you know, me and my boy fight some, uh, fight about it all the time. He's like, bro, we gotta get to New York. I'm like, my nigga, New York's <laughs> a huge New Orleans. I don't want to see Louisiana. Uh, I don't want to see United States anymore, bro. You know, you see, I want to go out there and experience some fucking small cottage houses and a bunch of acres of. Trees that are actually green, uh cold weather Louisiana. I'm sweating right now, you know. So Norway or the Netherlands.
0: I fuck with that. That's different. See, I'm 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 the Tokyo nigga. Well, not Tokyo. I want to go to like a samurai. I want to go to where like uh where like a samurai prefecture. I don't necessarily want to go to Tokyo, I want to see like the cherry blossoms and shit where like and just walk the path of a samurai.
5: That's the shit that slice the shit out of nigga, yeah.
0: That's that's just that's (laughs) that's my vibe. Okay, so. Favorite yeah. movie or TV show, and this can transition into: Are you a Marvel DC guy?
5: All right, because favorite I know movie. I know what Jalen is. Yeah, my uh, favorite movie is *Good Burger* because I can't I can't shake it. It's
0: just hilarious. Yo, I love that um, movie's a amazing, bro. The fucking George, um, what's his name? Oh my goodness, I'm I'm fucking blanking on his name. But the song, the oh. That's my fucking... Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh,
5: my God. It's, go, uh, it's uh, George, George Clinton. Yes, George... The George...
0: Clinton. And, it's, and it's a remix. Oh. It's not even the original George Clinton song. It's like I the...
5: Uh... That shit is amazing. Fire singing, bro? Now, that movie just... Me and my sister love that movie. It resonates, so... That shit's... So, it's always my favorite movie. I won't change that answer. Uh, as for the TV shows, I don't really watch too many TV shows uh, intensely. I okay. watched... And... Marvel kind of stuff, you know what I'm saying? I watch all the Marvel cartoons and shit now that we got Disney Plus.
0: So Hell yeah.
5: Anything's fine, man.
0: OK, so you're, you're a Marvel guy.
5: I like Marvel, man. I think um, I grew up watching the Marvel cartoons. And you know, my my cousin, my older cousin was playing the Dreamcast uh, Marvel vs. Capcom and shit. So I never really got the DC experience.
0: Look, but, let me give you some recommendations. Because if, like, if you fuck with the cartoons, to me, there is no cartoon better. Better than all... And look, I love the 90s Spider-Man. That's probably my second favorite cartoon of all... Like, second favorite American superhero cartoon of all time. Right. X-Men's probably third. Well, no, I lie. I lied to you. spider man second, and then, then we got a DC one third. But okay. I digress. The best one, the one that is better than the... Batman, the animated series. It's, oh. It spawns Static Shock. It spawns the Justice League series. It spawns the Superman series two movies that come along with that show. You get Batman Mask of the Phantasm, which to me is the best Batman movie of all time, better than Mm -hmm. Dark Knight and all that shit. And then you get Batman and Superman where it's Lex Luthor and the Joker trying to take out Batman and Superman. I'm telling you, if you fuck with animated (laughs) shit like that, you watch Batman the Animated Series, you'd fuck with that shit heavy. So Wait, okay, so you fuck with, do you like anime?
5: I like right, my brother out in uh, Katy, Texas. He's an anime guy to the point where, like, he wears the chainy pants and shit. And <laughs> you know, it's it's awesome. But I never really got into it. I never got into it. I'm not gonna lie. I see Hell you yeah. back there. You're an anime guy. That's that's I, my shit, bro. I'm not gonna lie. It's been getting um, a lot more recognition. Popular. Yeah, it it's, it's it's becoming a thing. I worked at Best Buy for a while, and those guys were trying to get my uh, anime intellect up. But it just, I can't. I, I got like uh, uh you know the little tickers on the at the bottom of the screen on Sports Center and shit. I can't follow that shit. Like I can't Look, sit there and read that shit. So I can't read subtitles. You know I got you.
0: I I'm gonna give you some. If you want, I can recommend some dub ones where it's the English voice. Okay. So now, I, now some series that shit is trash. <laughs> but yeah. some but some series the English voices do kill it hard. And if you're a big animated fan, I I'll give you some here. Cowboy Bebop. Fucking phenomenal, mm-hmm. Yu Yu Show. fucking phenomenal, and Black Lagoon, <laughs> fucking okay. phenomenal. Three things, all on Hulu. You could check them out: right. Cowboy Bebop, Black Lagoon, and uh, and uh, sh- sh- Yu Yu Show. All phenomenal yeah. anime. And if you fuck with those, I guarantee you'll get an anime. I'm about it. I'm
5: about it. I'll, really take that, yeah. I'll take the challenge.
0: One hundred percent. If okay, so if you're on an island and you could have one movie that's not Good Burger, mm-hmm. one album that's not a Red Man album, and these are the mm. only two items you get, what, what album are you bringing and what movie are you bringing?
5: Hmm. I would say the one movie, I'ma just go with the Mighty mortal Power Rangers so I can cry about being stuck on the island and try to reminisce. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one album, I'm gonna bring. Ooh. I'm gonna bring "Emancipation" by Prince. One mm. because that's my favorite Prince album. Two, my mom's a big Prince fan, and uh, it'll make me think about my mom, and I'll be crying again. So yeah, I'm basically just gonna go out there to cry. So. <laughs> okay, I'm
0: fucking right. that. Um, all right, would you be an actor if you could? Being that your mom has, your mom was a former actor.
5: I would love to be an actor. Sorry, I got a call. Um, I would love to be an actor, man. I I definitely feel very camera shy. Um, I hate. We lost it. No, man. no, we good. We good. You still here? I, I hate um, being on 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 photo shoot camera joints and shit. I love being on stage. I'm not that shy on stage. I get a little nervous, but I would love to be able to shake the camera phobia and then be an actor. man. my mom's a phenomenal actress. She uh. My friends, all my boys that supported me like in my life. My mom's like the homie's mom. She's that one, you know. Yeah. Everybody could pull up to my mom's house, I don't even live with them before, And they'll still go over there and talk to her. But they got the chance to see her do her last play or oh, I think it was last year. And that shit meant the world to both of us, her and my, uh, myself. And I would love to be able to do what she does on stage. You know what I'm saying? I hey. think I'm actually gonna try and incorporate that shit in my performances, give it a little personality in there. Yeah. Hell
0: yeah, that would make that makes you original. I'd fuck with that. When you do that, let me know. I'll come through and, and peep game. Fuck yeah. Okay, so the final question we ask everybody if you're the writer, director, producer, actor to the LC Sun movie, how do you want it to end?
2: Okay, <laughs> that's a great question.
5: Um, how do I want it to end? I would want to be deceased, of course. Um, not at my funeral, everybody pouring liquor in that. but, all right, we, um, we're at an old house that we're going to say that with my house. I'm buried in the backyard off to the side, but it's like 10 years since I passed away. Okay. They got like a a karaoke machine with a mic and it's all the homies, all my family off that bitch on my birthday and they karaoke my songs. And that it just fades off, like the five heartbeats at the end, it fades off. And it's like, you're just celebrating my music, and it's still getting played. They're celebrating my life. They kind of got gray hairs and shit, because I'm older shit now. Yeah, I died of natural causes, by the way. I don't want anybody to be sad.
0: Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a great ending. I've heard so many different answers, and that was a each each time, man. I'm impressed with what people come up, but that one was that one was dope because that's cinematic as hell. Hell yeah, yeah. The fr- One of the wildest answers I had was somebody was like, oh, I'll just get stabbed and just die. I was like, what the fuck? You were
5: interviewing a savage. Okay. You should (laughs) have known. You should (laughs) have known.
0: Thank you so much, LC Sun, for coming on the pod, man. I really, really appreciate it. Tell the people where they can find you out on social media and tell them everything about the album and everything again. One more time. Plug away, my friend.
5: LC Sun Music on all platforms. We're getting another call. I'm getting blown up. LC Sun Music. On all platforms, man. Um LC Sun on all streaming services. You can go and find me. Um again, thank you for having us, man. September 25th, then it's Fables, no help records, bro. Shit is it. This is my first baby. You know what I'm saying? Steadfast was a minor project. This is my first baby. So thank you. You're the first interview I'm doing about it. So, you know what I'm saying? Thank you for breaking that. So thank you for
0: that. Thank you for sharing this with me, brother. I really, really appreciate it. And like like you mm-hmm. said, y'all go check out Fantasies and Fables. It's worth it. Y'all go buy it. It's up for album in a year for the bros think awards. This shit is amazing. Definitely check Thank it out. You, man. This this brother can spit. Like, nah, certified stamp. He can (laughs) speak. Thank you, my man. All right, let's finish up the pod with Bros Who Ball. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of the show called Bros Who Ball. Want to send a quick thank you to LC Sun for coming on the pod, talking about his new album, Fantasies and Fables. Y'all be sure to go check that out and as well follow him. I know he just got a new Twitter, but make sure y'all go follow him on Instagram and Twitter, LC Sun. Also, we are doing an interview in Bros Who Ball with the host of the Max Van Alken podcast and a credentialed member of the Magic Media. He will be coming on the show in a little bit, but let me introduce my host to Bros Who Ball, the segment on the Bros Who Think podcast where we talk nothing but sports. To my left, we got Mr. Adam Schubert, and down below, we got Justin. How are you gentlemen doing today?
8: I'll start off with you, Shuby. I'm doing all right, man. You know, SEC football's back. <laughs> It was an exciting weekend. Um, You know, I've definitely got to take a little bit of credit because I did mention that Mississippi State was a team that you had to watch out for. You definitely did. It happened. So, you know, that was pretty exciting. And then the NHL wrapped up. The Tampa Bay Lightning got the Stanley Cup. So two teams from the South, Tampa Bay and Dallas, were repping it. So that was pretty fun. And now we're on to the NBA and the NFL is on full swing. So it's just good to have sports back.
6: No, I feel you 1,000%. Justin, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. Today was the first day of the NBA Finals. Uh, the weather's good out here now. Fall started, so we have a nice Feels week. good. Yeah,
0: man. Long-sleeve gang had to be in the Long building. <laughs> Back up in here. But before we talk, okay, so let me just preface this. We watch the game, and after the game, we always give our breakdown of the game and then our Analysis of before me and Max did the podcast before the game. So, see if me and Max's takes stood up to what happened in the game. Let's get into the interview with Max right now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the segment of the podcast called Bros Who Ball, and we have a special guest. to discuss the NBA Finals, we got the host of the Max Van Auken podcast. He's also a one hundred seven, one hundred four point seven radio personality in in Orlando Magic uh, media member. How are you doing, Max? I'm doing great. How are you doing, sir? It's a pleasure to be on. Pleasure to have you, sir. Doing real well. I mean, let me not say real well as well as one can do in the times of COVID. You know, I say right. that to everybody. So it's okay
7: to it's okay to say you're doing real well. Obviously, uh, a lot of people are doing better than others, but. It doesn't mean you can't do well so you're doing well you're in the studio you're recording you look happy the nba finals are on you're doing well exactly appreciate that man and, and, and
0: you're right the nba finals are by the time you guys hear this the nba finals game one has happened so i want to get max's thoughts we're going to just break down on, on who he thinks is going to win and just what he expects from this finals but before we even get to that i want to get your thoughts on bubble basketball how do you okay. how do you think the bubble as an experiment has gone would you call uh, it a I, success
7: I don't think they could have done a better job. Like from ju- everything, like just the details, the aesthetics, the players, um, the competition. Every player is bought in. The level of basketball has been very high. Um, as far as just the audience to to actually have virtual fans in there to have fun with it, have little Wayne in there, have Hall of Famers in there. Um, I think they've done, and of course, just the players' safety and health, first off, like foremost. Um, the players have been healthy, no positive tests. Uh, I think it's been an amazing job. And I think it, hats off to Adam Silver, but also the players buying in, being able to step away from their families on times like this. Uh, so all in all, I think they could 10 out of 10. Unfortunately, it's like this is the circumstance it had to be. But yeah. given the circumstance, like you said, the situation and time that we're in, um, early adapters win and they were they adapted and they just kind of showed all the other leagues on how to do it.
0: 1000% and and I agree with you. I I agree with everything you said. It's it that was the safest place in America. And they and they ha- mm-hmm. and you got to tip your hat to the players association, Chris Paul, LeBron, Adam Silver, everybody involved who who executed it. So let's talk about what you think of the two teams. I'm going to start off with uh what do you think about the Lakers facing Miami and then I want to get your take on Miami facing the Lakers. Just just opening thoughts.
7: Um opening thoughts initially for me is I thought um, the Lakers were going to go to the finals. That was my preseason pick, even before everyone bought on the Clippers bandwagon. I I, I believed in the Lakers chemistry wise. Um, I'm a Bron guy, but I don't I don't look through a bias lens. But just I honestly, just truthfully thought, and even being a Bron, Bron guy or not, the Lakers are going to go to it. I had Boston coming out of the East, so Miami proved me wrong. I didn't have Milwaukee. I had Boston. Um, but what I really enjoy about this finals matchup is the storylines and the legacies like Miami He have a chip on their shoulder and Jimmy Butler was written off, not a good leader. Duncan Robinson had to fight and scrap his way into this league. Jake Crowder's been traded around. Um I Bio, even though he was a good prospect, he still has a lot to prove. I mean, I remember yeah. some people out of high school were listing him as just he is kind of a Dwight Howard replica. He's a big, he exceeded those expectations. He can handle, he can pass, he can shoot. Um I mean, Tyler Hero, I'm not going to act like he had to overcome a lot because he did go to Kentucky. It's not like he came out of the blue, but yeah. what he's been able to do at such a young age, the chip he has on his shoulder, I, I like that. I really like those type of stories because I pride myself on that. I'm not trying to play victim, but I like having that chip on your shoulder and outworking everybody, everyone buying in. You. you may not be the most talented, you may not be the most athletic, but they but all you worked the in. hardest. They, I mean, look at even the head coach Spoh. Spoh yeah. was the film coordinator now he's the head coach. So it's like they deserved it. They earned it. And uh, I'm ex- so excited for this. I'm so excited for it. I
0: agree with you. And, and Duncan Robinson's story is amazing to me. Like yeah. you said, everybody else. But, like, there was a text message that got released where he was uh, sending a message to one of the people at the Ringer staff trying to figure out how he could get a job on there because he didn't think he was going to make the NBA, which is nuts. Right. And it just shows, yep. like, when you work hard, you can you can accomplish things, man. So shout but out sure. to him. But I want to ask you, in terms of basketball-wise, right? It would be it would be silly of me to not say the Lakers are the favorite. Vegas has them as the favorite, a lot of the sports announcers have them as the favorite. What's your thoughts on how Miami could beat the Lakers and if you don't think they can, you can say that, but is there any chance they can?
7: Uh well, first off, yeah, I have Lakers in 6. Um they were my season, like I said, I had them going to the finals, I had them winning it. Um so I have the Lakers in 6 as well. I have them winning it. Uh, but, of course, there's always a chance. Like, a lot of people compare this Miami Heat team to Detroit Pistons, um, how there's not, like, one specific superstar, but it's a group of well-rounded guys that mesh well. Um, and then a lot of people are comparing that when they played Kobe and Shaq and how they won. They were they were written off. They were not the favorites. Um, so whenever you have a group that buys in and that they're selfless, of course they have an opportunity. Like It doesn't mean, like, they have no shot. They obviously have a shot. But in order for them to win, they – on Man, I'm just going to be honest with you. It's like on paper, there's not one formula on how to win. They just have to make it dirty. They have to make AD work. They're going to have to make Bron work. And honestly, it's going to sound really crazy. It's not about Bron and AD. It's about the role players. It is. We know what we're getting with Bron and AD. Yeah. But if you make it where the role players aren't comfortable, they're not stepping into their shots and not knocking down shots, all the pressure goes on Bron and AD. Unfortunately for the Miami Heat, you're playing against the best player in the world and top five player in the world AD. But of course they have an opportunity. I got the Lakers in six.
0: See, I'm I, I. That's kind of like where I'm going with it because I, I think my head's telling me Lakers in seven. My heart's saying Miami, and and I think the Lakers are gonna win because I have so much faith in like what LeBron and AD bring to a game. But yeah. I don't. I wouldn't be shocked if Miami wins because of what you said. The role players are gonna be crucial. Can KCP hit shots? Can Danny Green show up? Is Kyle right. Kuzma gonna be a reliable third option? Are these right. things gonna happen? And then with Miami, if Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson are, they're not—they're Splash Brothers esque. And if they can knock mm-hmm. down those shots, and and if the Lakers aren't hitting threes, that's gonna tip the favor in Miami's in Miami's way. As long as well as can Bam Adebayo be one on one with AD and not need as much help, and can force him to be, you know, get him out of his comfort zone and force him to uh, score on his own.
7: Yeah. No, it's. Role players, that's what – a lot of people just see the stars, but it, everything matters, especially in the finals. I mean, you look – if you just look at the history of the finals itself, LeBron's ring is reliant on Ray Allen hitting that shot. Yeah. Um, Kyrie Mike hitting that dagger. Mike Miller hitting an amazing uh, – having that amazing game of all those threes. You look at Andre Iguodala. Andre Iguodala won a finals MVP, and it's like because of that adjustment. Kawhi Leonard was not the star of San Antonio when you had that's Tim fine. Duncan, Tony, and Ginobili. That was before Kawhi was Kawhi. That was a role player that stepped up. You just look at role players truly. I mean, talk about we're talking about Danny Green was on the Lakers. Remember him in San Antonio? He couldn't yep. miss. We thought <laughs> so. like, what is going on? So role players truly play a role, especially in the finals and these big moments. And the Heat have amazing role players. And one thing to your point that they'll have a really good opportunity to do is they move so well off the ball. That could be coaching, but it's also like Duncan Robinson. I don't know if you saw they had like this. Uh, they had the um, display up on the screen. Of how many miles he ran. How many times this man moves around in one possession. That's tiring. So yeah. when you have players that do that, that could really change and swing some things. And basketball is all about runs and matchups. So And we saw as great as Boston's guys were,
0: it took a, it took it out of them. It took it out of Brown and Smart to just be constantly trailing absolutely. them. And, yeah, and, absolutely. And it's gonna be who's gonna take that matchup for the Lakers, and if that if that tiring of following them around those screens constantly will that affect them on their offensive end as well as if anybody knows LeBron is Spolstra. so I mean he mm-hmm. knows his weaknesses. And then I saw a video. I don't know if you saw it, where there's this there's this video of how Miami played him in Cleveland like his final year and how they made like this this early version of the wall that went against Giannis, but it was more so making sure you put two at LeBron and rotating to the nearest Mm shooter. That that's just something that I'm interested to see how LeBron as a student of the game, as someone who has, in my opinion, the highest basketball IQ in the league, how he adapts to what Spolster is going to bring at him.
7: I'm going to be honest with you though. Um, Like everything that we're saying is true and it's interesting. It's chess. And I love, I love Spoh as a head coach, but at the end of the day, I think what we're seeing with LeBron James is he's been the best player in the world for so long, but I think what we're seeing now is has he lost a little bit of a step? Absolutely. Anybody would at 35 years old, you're 17. Is he jumping nearly as high? No, even though his head's still at the rim, but what we're seeing is mentally, it reminds me of like when Jordan won his last ring, like he just understands the game on a whole nother level. Not only just from experience. I mean, he's been to 10 finals. That's more than 27 different franchises. But just as a player, he truly just understands everything. When you're supposed to hit your stride, where at in the game, he needs to, okay, let me turn it up. Like you can clearly tell he makes a conscious effort to feed AD early and get him going because yep. he knows, okay, now it's my turn to turn up, but let me get others involved. I remember, I don't know if you remember this. It was like early in the bubble. Um, everyone's like, what is he doing? Why is he not taking over? because what he was doing was he was getting his role players incorporated in the offense, getting that confidence. So they step in and knock it down consistently, get that rhythm. So when he needs them now, all of a sudden we're, we're watching Denver. Wow. KCP all of a sudden is knocking down, down shot, stepping yep. confidently. Wow. Dwight Howard looks really great. All these role players look Caruso more energy than ever. Look at playoff Rondo. That's not a coincidence. He understands no. what he's doing. And I just think when you play somebody like that, it's just, man, he's a coach on the floor. And then yep. you have Rondo.
0: It's, it's, it, come on, man. You're 100% right. And even more so to add on, to piggyback on your point, you saw him take over in Denver when he hits that dagger three. And it's yes. like, nah, bro, y'all aren't coming back. There's no, <laughs> no there's no coming back. We're ending this. I'm sorry. Jamal Murray, you've had a great season, but I'm LeBron James. And it's, it's like, over. he at that moment, I knew it was like, okay, LeBron understands. Like it's Like you said, I had to get my guys involved. And it's like, I'm going to take over when it's necessary. And he
7: showed he still can do that. Yeah. I mean, he could easily have averaged 40 points that whole first round. And what would that do? Then his role players would have never found a rhythm. He would have been more fatigued going into the second yep. and third round. He understands the long ball. He's not a prisoner of the moment to the criticism. If he, if he was a prisoner of the moment to every little criticism that goes his way, he would never be able to live his life because everything he does, even off the court on the court is under a microscope since the age of 18. He understands he he's the only person that he needs to focus on him and his teammates. No matter what he does, listen, to be truthfully honest, he could win the ring this year. There's gonna be criticism. Yeah, that's he a fact. Can, he can They're lose already it saying asterisk. asterisk. But it's so funny how the narrative changes. It goes from, oh, Portland, toughest eight seed ever, could beat him. Houston's gonna give them issues, wait until they play, oh, and then it's like, oh, he beats him. Oh, come on now. Look, D'Antoni just got fired, it's the bubble. ball. No matter. They didn't need the man, Clippers. Uh, no, one
0: thousand percent.
7: And I'm not just saying that as a braun guy. I'm just just observing it. It's like not even if you're a fan of him or not, you can't tell me that these narratives that happen, yeah
0: No, you're you one th- you one hundred percent right. And I'm not I'm not even a braun guy, but I, I I like you try not to let my biases my right. fandom biases cloud. And that's something that like the you see the narrative machines coming like like yeah, a, a mile a minute. Like, it's like it's like give that man at, like. I can respect greatness. Give that man his his props. That's the key
7: word. Like, just as a fan uh, and love for the game of basketball and the purity of the game, just the man is great. Like, if you think MJ's greater, so be it. I love MJ. We can appreciate MJ. If you like Magic, if you like Cream, who gets overlooked all the time, six rings, six MVPs, all-time leading scorer, Skyhook, if you think he's the greatest of all time, I'm not going to sit here and debate with you until I'm blue. Now, I may debate with you because I enjoy it, but I'm not (laughs) going to sit here and say, Oh, you're ridiculous. No, it's just all these guys are so great in their own individual way. Instead of knocking these guys down as often as we do, I wish we would just appreciate the greatness. But uh, of course, the world we live in, content and clicks, we're going to compare him to MJ no matter what he does. And I just feel like that debate if you're an MJ guy, there's nothing Braun's going to do to persuade you. If you're a LeBron guy, you feel like there's nothing else he needs to do. So at that point, agree to disagree. It may be a generational thing and just appreciate what we're watching that I I couldn't have said it better, one thousand percent. Before we get
0: you out of here, I want to ask you because I thought I think you have done a Second, I, I like to look at people our age who have done cool shit, and okay. you, my friend, have done some cool shit in the terms of. Shit. I like the content that you make, and I saw you've been comparing basketball players to different things like rappers and superheroes. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big I'm a big DC guy, as you can see okay. in the figures. I'm a big nerd. I I I, uh, I wanted to talk to you about uh, some of your DC things. Just give us some of the. Uh, the superheroes that you you see, some of these uh, NBA players asking, or give us some of your favorite ones.
7: All right, so obviously I love creating content that makes people think. I understand um, people aren't always going to agree, but as long as I get you to think, if if, if you mention a good point, I you know I really don't see LeBron as Superman. I see him as this. That's a good point. And just let's talk about it. I like to make people engage and just think. Um, so yeah, I've done Marvel comparisons. I've done rap artists. I mean, I've done Star Wars um i'm working on some other stuff now i've used the fantastic four i grew up in a comic book store my dad owned a comic book store so i grew up with it so i knew it just past the movies yeah so i'm watching i'm like all right i did marvel it's only right i do dc um so i did uh for example superman as um lebron just i agree with that guy who can just do everything you know what i'm saying like superman had every power lebron pass rebound one through five yep um i did steph curry as batman so he he didn't He's not gifted the athleticism and size of Giannis. Batman doesn't have a superpower, but he outsmarts people. He uses his tools and what he's good at to overcome those. It's As a big courage.
0: Batman fan, when you said that, I was like, I agree.
7: Like, I, I can't, on, I can't, on, I can't knock <laughs> him. I was like, that was fine. <laughs> and then, uh, Doomsday, I'm like, that's Giannis. Like, uh, he's probably the most unstoppable. He's not all there mentally. Um, like, Giannis hasn't developed that point in his career, like, he may never, because I think we compare him to God. We just compare him to LeBron, and this—he he's missing that. And I compared him to Hulk in the Marvel universe. I said he's not Professor Hulk yet. He doesn't yes. understand that game on the mental level. Physically, he's Doomsday. He can go toe to toe with Superman all day, and he beat Superman. Like physically unstoppable. Um, I want to say I know I did the Flash as I want to say I did the Flash as Russell Westbrook is all gas, no breaks just just a bowl of lightning, lightning sometimes his story. own worst enemy and then i want to say i did dark side as Kawhi leonard because mm. he's the rival of um lebron obviously superman and the way he he's thinking i'm not going to go to the lakers i'm going to go to the clippers yeah. um very cerebral but obviously still very dominant physically so i think i did uh Kawhi as dark side i like off the top of my head for dc
0: I like all of those, man. Like, and, and like I said, when I saw you say Steph Curry's Batman, I was like, oh, this this guy, this is great content. Like, like this is this, this is dope. Being uh, I saw you you said Zion's the thing. If you if you had the uh because I'm a big Pelicans fan, being from Louisiana, okay. what, what DC character would you think Zion would be? Ooh.
7: Cause I was trying to think of it while you I got were it. going. I got it. I got it now. Not off the movies, but okay. off the comics, he'd be Bane. Ooh, why Bane? Because Bain physically is just ridiculous. Like, kind of like how the thing is. Yeah. Um, just physically, obviously a fan favorite. And then on top of that, just once his juices are flowing, that dude is shredded. You're not standing toe-to-toe with him. Zion's physical presence is just, you can say whatever you want. He needs to lose weight. He had a disappointing rookie year because of his health. But when that man's on the court, he is, everyone's looking at him. That, like, yeah. that man is the sight. Like, you don't need to know basketball to say that guy looks different. Like my mom was watching it, she's like, "Who's that, who's that guy?" And I'm like, "That's Zion." Like he is just different. Is he just pops? And that, that's Bane to me. I would say Bane.
0: I like that. I like that. I, I, look, like I said, I'm a big Batman fan. I actually, when you broke it down, I could, I could, I could rock that's with that. That's off the dome. That's off the dome. Yeah, I mean, that, Who else would he be? I, I was thinking you know, uh, Shazam, like young guy, but he's he's a he's, a, he's like a young a young boy in you know, like a, a adult body has like all the physical traits. And that's not, that's, not, that's a good one. That's what I was thinking. But he has to develop a little more. If he gets that shot, he could maybe get those lightning bolt throws, get some okay, of his power so up.
4: Yeah, I,
0: was th- I was I was thinking with it because I, I loved you doing that. But thank you, Max, so much for coming on the show. I would love to make more with you because this is great, great what you do. Tell the people where they can find you out on social media and where they and what your podcast is called and where they can find it.
7: Absolutely. Anytime you want me on, just let me know. I know sometimes I'd be kind of... Uh all over the place with my schedule to make it work. Um, it's a pleasure. So anytime you want me on, just let me know. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Max Van Auken, V-A-N space A-U-K-E-N. And then my podcast is anywhere you can get them. That's Apple podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher radio, uh, the Max Van Auken podcast, the MVP, whatever you want to call it. I'm on there. So just download and subscribe and uh, I appreciate you checking out my content and uh, all the kind words right back at you.
0: One hundred percent, man. And real quick, because I know you're a UFC guy. Did you like what
7: uh the last style bender did in the last oh, fight? I saw that coming a mile away. I had so <laughs> many bets. Betting is illegal now. Gambling's legal. Legal, so I can officially say this: I had so many bets on that fight, man. I was like, I'm telling you, I know the fight game. This guy's a counter striker. I don't care how big and tough this guy looks. And Costa's a good fighter. It's playing right into Sanya's game. He's got this in the bag. And man, did he? That was the performance of his career.
0: That's one of the things I definitely look to your page for, being that I'm I'm new to the fight game and I'm trying to get into it more. I love the insight that you give on, on UFC. So I, I, that's something... I appreciate that, it, man. Thank you. That, ...that I definitely want to bring you back on. But you guys, make sure y'all follow Max, and let's finish up Bros Who Ball. Want to thank Max for coming on the show. Look, he was right. Like, he 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 said the Lakers were going to come out, but let's talk about the game. Y'all make sure I'll go follow him. Justin, I'm hurt, bro. Like, I, I said... In the thing, I had to give a prediction because he said Lakers in six, and I had to come and say mine before I was, like, 100% confident. So I said Lakers in seven. But, like, after tonight, (laughs) it might be Lakers in four. But look, (laughs) let me say this. If Jimmy and Bam are okay and Kendrick Nunn can come in and play a full game, they might be okay. They might be but just the way that the Lakers dominated tonight. Anthony Davis with thirty four points, bro. When Anthony Davis shot that ball, it just mouthed out. It was over. I was like, "Oh no, not not no!" What are we doing? And then when they got chippy with LeBron and he was hitting his chest, he just kept hitting his chest, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, yeah. I see that, what. That t- was a, hey,
6: that, that was a pivotal moment. That history. was
0: that was huge because the Heat had the lead and they were balling, and then that happens, and then all momentum just shifts. Just, it just but,
2: shifted.
0: But let me, I'm, I'm going to say this, and then I'll get your take on the game, and then I'll come to you, Shepard, as well. To me, I feel like as great as LeBron and Anthony Davis were, it's the threes and the, and 10 points hit by Caruso. It's the threes and 11 points by Danny Green. It's 13 by Contavious Caldwell-Pope. Contavious Caldwell-Pope hit three threes back-to-back. Back back. Right after that, hit the chess moment, which also swung momentum and then caught the Lakers up after they were down by 10 early in the game. I think the Heat punched first, but the Lakers counterpunch was too heavy and the Heat could not respond. Now, I always say on this show, I do not believe in Contavious Caldwell-Pope. At, not at all. So in game two... This could be a different monster. I know I know the totals will confuse people. The totals will say that they went 15 to 38 from three, 39% where the Heat went 11 to 35, 35, 31%. So they, they might say the percents are closest, but the, the amount of three-pointers the Lakers make, they're normally inside out. They beat Miami by the second quarter just with threes. Like, it was over with by then. So what did you think of the game? Am I off? And just what you see?
6: No, like, I mean... This team, they were they played the best that they probably could have played, and when they're playing like this, they're very hard to beat. Now, I really hope that the Heat get back Dragic. I hope I hope Bam comes back because if those guys don't come back, then the series is over. Oh yeah, it's they done. A healthy team. And I just, just got a tweet saying that uh Drogic tore is something, so they're still looking at his, his foot. I mean it you know, might be an Achilles, bro. Like cause he
0: nobody he didn't touch anything. And like that that just gave me vibes of KD like two years
6: ago. Right. So without those guys there, it's to hard to win. So if they if they don't come come back, it's gonna be hard for them to win. But this team is, is looking the Lakers look better than ever. Bam got to come back because if Bam don't come back, I think if Drogic
0: doesn't come back and, and Kendrick, Kendrick Nunn showed me enough because we can't, we can't forget Kendrick Nunn was rookie. He, he wasn't scared. He was attacking Braun. He was going at it. I think if Kendrick Nunn can give Drogic-like minutes in buckets, it, they'll be okay, but Jimmy Butler's going to have to step it up. Jimmy Butler's got to get more than 23. Schubert, what's your, what's your thoughts on this? Also, Hero has to play better. Hero, I want to talk about Hero looking scared. This was the night. like this, And I get it. It's the finals, first time. This was the scaredest I've seen hero, and quite frankly, this was the scaredest I've seen the Miami Heat, minus Andre Iguodala. Andre Iguodala was the only one that looked like he was, he was ready to ball.
8: Well, I mean, he's definitely, you know, Andre Iguodala's definitely ready for the moment. But, you know, I- I'll give Jimmy a little bit of credit. He did have to go out of his role in this game. That's true. Where, like, you know, he's the leader of the team, but he's never someone that has to carry the load fully. Drogic you know, is the having- scorer. You know, Ty- Tyler here not going out there and being able to produce, you know, eight, eight attempted threes, only made two. You know, Duncan Robinson putting a big old, you know, Who's zero big? Yeah, that's in, big. The, in the points column. I mean, that's that's pretty and bad.
1: with eight,
0: that's bad. Like, but I mean, he got hurt. Yeah, but still, eight, that, like... He did, He he finished with eight, and granted, he he got hurt, like, at the start of the four, four, fourth, but still, for him to have eight up to three quarters, that's not good for the Heat, and Duncan Robinson can't have zero. Like, we, I was talking with Max before the show, and I was going to talk to you all about this if the Heat won. Duncan Robinson or Tyler Hero are Splash Brothers-esque in the sense that when they hit their threes, that's what makes Miami so great, and then you have the talents of Gordon Drogic getting you 20, Jimmy getting you a, a solid 20, It's everything together, and none of that was clicking.
8: It was the AD and LeBron show tonight. It really was. You know, going back to some of the Miami stuff, you know, the veterans are out there producing. I mean, Jay Crowder going four for seven from three. Yep. You know, they're doing what they need to do, and I think with Kendrick Nunn getting an opportunity, I think that's going to be interesting. Probably the most interesting storyline, in my opinion. Me too. Going forward, because he didn't get a lot of play time in these playoffs. So let's see. If he really had 18 deserves points
0: it. in eighteen minutes or twenty minutes.
8: Yeah. I mean that was pretty you know, that's pretty good on him, but you know, it was a little too too little too late. Yep. Uh so we'll see what how they respond in game two. It's just the thing. There really is no momentum swings besides wins. And, you know, the Lakers, and the Lakers, Lakers led at the moment, the Lakers led in
0: every quarter, first quarter, 31 to 28, second quarter, 34 to 20, third quarter was bad, 28 to 19 in the fourth. Well, the fourth Miami won 31 to 23. But at that point, it was already over. Like you said, too little, too late. Uh, let's I, I, I got to give prop credit where credit is due. Man, LeBron, so greatness tonight. <laughs> like, I gotta, gotta give credit where credit was due. He was just setting people up. I was just like, yo, Solomon Hill, you're getting flung around. Like, I, Tyler Hero, you didn't want none of that. I was just, he was doing his thing. And then, but AD, that looked like the AD that New Orleans always wanted him. Got, and look, Ooh. I I know I'm not an AD guy right now, but I gotta give him his props. I was happy to see him do it. It's like... A part of my soul was like, I see you out there, bro. I see you out there, Mr. Glass. I fuck with it. I see you balling. Justin, just yeah. would, would you? I mean, what y'all think? AD AD killed it. He was he was knocking down trays, going to the paint, getting a re like his confidence, like that's what I always wanted. For him, for AD to scream on national television, it's over. I was like, whoa, out of character, out of body. Where's
8: this leader been? That, that Kobe shot. Yeah, and then he just, yelled Kobe in, in, in the other Western Conference finals. He's That's just been, they got he's been so
0: aggressive. Like, having LeBron on his team just makes him feel like, yo, I can say whatever I want. Like, they needed the slat motion. Like, he needed a, a young thug gang sign after a three. Like, what are we talking about?
6: <laughs> no, nah, they were both dominant. Definitely, you know, they both went off. But I want to give props to Dwight Howard. Oh, you giving I props thought- to him? I thought, I thought Dwight Howard played. I mean, a lot of 80s points <laughs> came off of Dwight Howard's assists.
0: Dwight had two what? assists. What? He two. had two. He, he had some screeners. He had, like, some hockey assists where he was the pass before the pass. But
6: What's, the, what's his deadline uh, like?
8: Dwight's two, two, two and points. eight. points, yeah, eight rebounds.
6: He didn't do much. Hey, this much. He was more impactful. This was more this so... Nice.
0: This was more so Kentavious Caldwell-Pope, Danny Green, Rondo, and Caruso playing their roles. Playoff Rondo set everything up, and those other three were just knocking down shots. Like Justin said, this is the best the Lakers could play. So I'll, uh, I'll, get, y'all's, I'll get y'all's picks for the series, like your, your numbers, and what you think is going to happen in Game 5. I'll start with you, Schubert. What, what, how, when you
8: think this is over, and how many games, and, and what do you expect to see Friday? I mean, I'm thinking, I'm thinking five games. I'm expecting Friday to see the Heat bounce back with a little bit, a little bit more. They'll probably lose, um, but I think what they're going to try and now figure out is how to move on without Drajic. Yeah, you know, the, the whole Bam Bio thing is the big factor because when he goes out, that's when AD really starts to shine. And you know, AD not having to be the workhorse also is you know partly the reason that he's thriving in this moment and never th- thrived in New Orleans because. So dependent on him, but here LeBron's just going to go out there and put up a triple-double. LeBron's yeah, going to put LeBron. up a triple-double every single night. I, and
0: you know look, let me mean? say this, and this is not a hater, Lynn. This is not a hater. But if LeBron's putting up, like Schubert said, a triple-double every night and getting maybe like 25 to 28 points, and, but AD's getting like 34 to like 40 points, LeBron better be finals MVP. Like, what are we talking about? Like, am, am, I, am I off with that? Like, is that a hate thing? No cuz like LeBron's doing a lot more than Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is just being dominant. Like but but without LeBron James
8: <laughs> that ship don't flow. Like Well, I mean, I think we're past the point now that for people to say that LeBron's getting this for other reasons besides his greatness. Yeah. Like I think, you know, especially in the situation that we've been given with the bubble and like what he's been able to do with this team of pretty much old men and AD has been very impressive. I mean, for, you know, he didn't get a triple double tonight, but I mean, nine assists. I mean, you know, it just just uh, uh, just as close. You know, if AD puts up the the points, I mean, it's not like uh, you know, Dwight Howard, Markeith Morris are gonna go and put up like twenty points a night. You know, AD is gonna get his numbers because he's gonna be there, and LeBron's gonna have to set him up for it. Yeah, Rondo's okay. gonna have to set him up for it.
0: And so, then legacy wise, Brothman. I just got to give LeBron his props. I think, I think I'm ready to say Kobe Bryant might've been the most skilled basketball player I've ever seen, but LeBron might be the best basketball player I've ever seen. I got to give him his props, man. Like what this year, this year might've did it for me. What he's been doing year 17, this dude's a monster. It's like, like I just saw him out there just driving the whole bullying him. They couldn't do nothing. They couldn't do shit tonight. It was It was bad. Like, I really felt like, damn, this might be over in three.
6: Like, at some points of this game. And this man did a reverse dunk Mm. just because.
3: Off halftime. Yo, so disrespectful.
6: disrespectful. Because he felt like doing it. He did the reverse dunk, man. I was like, okay, like, that that shit show. showing. Like, you have the, the energy to do that right now.
0: Like, I know Miami when they – I know Pat Riley was fuming. There were moments during that game that I know Pat Riley was fuming. That was one. The LeBron beating his chest was one. The one when AD said it was over. All those moments were just emotionally deflating if I'm a Miami Heat player. Like, that's just like – y'all got to have some dog in y'all to say, like, nah, bro, y'all not about to do this on me. Uh uh, no, no, sir.
6: Like they couldn't. Like the Lakers played their best basketball. Yeah, no, this
0: is. I agree with that, Justin. This is the. This is like pinnacle of this Lakers team.
6: Right. That was the best I've seen them play.
0: So, like, Miami, at least they know, like, they've gotten the Lakers' best punch. And like Schubert said, maybe on Friday they can change it. Justin, what do you expect to see this Friday? And, and give us the call of your, the series that you think. How many games?
6: Oh, man, it's just that seeing, seeing the players go down, seeing Dragic and Bam go down, it's really, like, you know, leaning me towards the Lakers. So that's why I'm going Lakers next, next, uh, next game. And I really think if they don't come back, it'll be a 4-0, 4-0 sweep.
0: And look, I said seven earlier today. I'm going to change it, like, just because of what 34. I saw tonight. I want to say five because, like, maybe Miami could do it. But, like, I got to be honest. Tonight, and, and, and granted, this might have been the worst the Heat could have played. So I expect to see Friday, like Schubert and you said, Justin, the Heat are going to come out and they're going to do – they're going to they're gonna give their best punch. is going to draw up some stuff. But if they don't win that game, it's over in four. Like, yeah. if, so, if, I don't
8: know. I don't know. I mean, I think, like, this, you're going to have to adjust. So, they're going to have to go into this game, and they may lose, but if they fight, if they fight have a fighting chance, like, today they got blown okay. out.
0: Okay. Like, but like, that's if, what I'm if, saying. If they get blown out again.
8: Yeah, if they get blown out again, it's done. But, I mean, like, if they keep it close, then I think that gives them an opportunity to get game three. So, like, I think that. If you get to two one, you know whether it's however way you do it, you know I think they're going to fight for the get that game four. But I mean, if you go 3-1, 3-0 done. I was done. mean yeah. they're going to they're going to lay down the next night
0: for sure. I'm with you on that. So they and also we got to keep an eye on not only Bam bio, but Jimmy Butler's ankle. Like he was playing on adrenaline, bro. Like when he, when he goes mm-hmm. home tonight, that yeah. thing will swell up. So like. Right. Dude. Yeah, it, like he did the, it, it did the it did the double thing. That was like a bad looking sprain. I was like, "Eesh," but he go. I think he's gonna play no matter what, whether he's hurt or not. I feel like he's the type to just be like,
8: "I'm playing." So I'm going. This reminds to- me of like LeBron's Cavs year where he went there by himself, not not like the early. But I'm talking about when like Kyrie went out and Kevin Love went out. Yeah, and he's just like now they're just like, oh well. I mean, we're here, but we. We're not. We're not here. Yeah, they, I hope it doesn't end up like that. I'm going Lakers in five just
0: because I am I think Miami, Schubert convinced me, I think they could get a game off them. But, like, I'm leaning, a, my, I'm leaning to what Justin saying. Like, I could, like,
6: I mean, game the, the two. The only reason why I'm saying, like, I'm impressed by game one because, like, they played great. But I know that the Lakers – Everyone like knows this that they've been up and down. That is facts. So they could Definitely be off game too, but it's just that I I need a fully healthy Heat team.
0: Yeah, before and I can no, I feel I can, that I can't back
6: against the Lakers.
0: And I definitely don't think Contavious Caldwell
6: Pope shooting this good next game. Yeah, I don't that think. Not <laughs> that I may not happen. I mean, every game it can happen <laughs> again, but it's. I don't, I don't think, think that's happening happen. next game. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm with
0: you. I'm with you. All right, let uh, oh real quick, they do have some some more NBA stuff we gotta talk about. The coaching carousel has uh, increased. I'm gonna get both of y'all's take. I'll start with you, Sheward. Doc Rivers gone from the Clippers. I, we kind of saw this coming, right? Like,
8: they yeah. Lost. I think, and I think I was a little bit more negative on him like earlier on, but now that I'm thinking about it, I think he got done wrong. Mm. I mean, like, you know, because now at this point, I feel like he's probably one of your best candidates out there. And you know, I don't think it was his fault. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, he, they, Paul George didn't play like the, the, like that he was worth. And you know, it didn't. I don't see anyone coming. Like they're talking about Tyron Lou. I'm like, I don't see anybody that's out there that's better than Doc Rivers that's going to come out, and you know, do any better. Unless they're getting is there a coach
0: pop i've seen i've no. heard rumors that like they're going to pay bomber's going to pay pop
8: back the bring struck up for pop and try to rekindle the who love now i think that would be interesting because pop <laughs> goes there becky harmon takes over san antonio like look, i think like i think with becky harmon and san antonio i think that makes it a little bit more possible that that could happen because they would probably feel confident yeah. that she could take over for them um but, I, i'm
0: with you i don't know who's going to replace doc cuz like I don't know
8: who you
0: get. Like, I don't who, know if Tyron what makes, you, makes a difference.
8: Like, the only thing I can think of is that they would do some kind of out- outlandish, uh, what, Steve Nash thing. Maybe they get Chauncey Billups just to be like your rah rah. Like, uh, yeah, here, Kawhi, do what you need to do. But Kawhi doesn't have that personality. Like, I feel like you do have to have, like, a coach. Because what Kawhi did it, the way Kawhi did it is with Greg Popovich and Nick Nurse. So I mean, there's you know going to have to get someone. Might,
0: but look, let me say this: Chauncey Billups might be a little loud, and 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 maybe take out Montrez Hair on Lou Will when he's supposed to. Because Doc Rivers didn't make no adjustments, zero. And I gotta say, Chauncey Billups was a point guard. He he got he managed good. Uh, he managed personality. So look, maybe it's possible. I don't I don't know. But like, I don't know if this is a win. But I understand why Bomber did it because you got to think I had Doc Rivers since the uh, Chris Paulnam era Rob
8: City yeah
0: yeah he he was the GM I trusted him then all of a sudden that gets messed up I get a front office I'm like okay Doc you can still be the coach and he's never taken us to a western conference final with the amount of talent that the clippers have so I get it granted this was year 1 maybe he should have got another go at it but if I'm Balmer from a business standpoint I understand why you don't go forward with
6: it Justin what do you think about the whole Doc Rivers situation I mean, I just think that it was time for him to go. Uh, you know, that, that that was a huge loss. Like, like I said, one of the worst losses I've seen in my basketball lifetime.
0: Yeah, it's pretty bad.
6: And, you know, I just feel like he felt like that. I, I, I feel like they all thought that that was that year. And I think it's just time to, if they're not on the same page, then why, why have they moved forward? Yeah. So, no. you know, I think it was right for them to part ways. And for the next coach, you know, we'll see who they get, but I think it's more on the players, you know. The coach has a huge, and like you said, you made a good point about adjustments, but also the players have to play. And I thought That's that, fact. Th- I think a lot of people think that the Clippers were a better team than the the Nuggets. They so definitely play, were. Play, 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 man. It's not about the coach. It's it's, it's it's, about the coach to a certain extent, but they're still on the They court. didn't show
0: up. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. They did not show up. And let me say this, Pelicans fans. I don't want Doc Rivers. I do not. I do not like we need a coach that can build up with this young talent and they can grow a bond with, like, I don't feel like doc rivers wants to rebuild and like, I just don't want like that three in one record scares me. His playoff three in one record scares the ever living crap out of me. And we got to get these young guys to understand how to finish games. Once the that play-
6: happens, then it's going to be a different story. And the thing is like, like, like the teams that he's had, they've been so talented. There's so much talent on the floor. It's not like it's been, you know, Lops. I don't know. I don't know how that how that keeps happening.
0: That clip, that Clippers. <laughs> and let me be honest, Lops City should have beat Golden State one of those times. Like that's
8: a fa- like Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre. Uh, that Jordan. was uh, that was the whole uh, racism thing. I was what yeah. tore it up. It was uh, that Sterling was that year. it was that season that was Donald Sterling, all that happened during that playoff. Yeah, series. they definitely should have won that one. That is if that is a physic. Shuber, you were about to say something about the pills. I don't I don't think the pills should get dunked. You know, I'm really scared about their coaching search in general because you know, <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of people out there that we trust that are like, oh man, you know, Doc Rivers would be perfect. I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, about- and then like there's people out there that I saw today that were talking about, you know, oh I think Jason Kidd's a lock. The players love him. I'm like,
0: what? <laughs> Like, I'm that, like dude, no. I'm I'm uh, feeling I'm feeling Wes Unseld Jr. from that's the Denver I'm feeling,
8: Nuggets. But I don't hear anyone that's in the Pelicans' camps saying, "Oh, you know, Wes Unseld Jr. is going to be the guy." I'm just I'm feeling that vibe. So, Jeff West Unseld Jr.
0: taught gave the Nuggets defense, which is something they were damn good at. He drew up a lot of stuff for
8: them. That's who I'm feeling. Hopefully the Pelicans make it. Let's let's switch over to football. Well, here, what um, do you think about Doc though? Do you think he's gonna find a landing spot?
0: If I'm him, I sit out I mean, a year. I I, I sit
8: out a year and wait yeah. to see what opens
0: up because I don't want Philly. And I damn sure don't want Houston. Both of those are losing efforts. <laughs>
6: like, both of those. Think, I don't, I no, no, don't think he wants to not coach, bad. <laughs> What you said, Philly's not bad. I wouldn't mind picking. I mean, you, you got two. You got two, two good young players. If
0: he thinks he could change it around, then sure. But I like think Philly and
8: Indiana are the best ones.
0: Yeah, but Victor almost said he <laughs> want to leave. That came out too over over this week. He said he's trying to dip out over free agency. So, like, if he dips out, Indiana stock yo, drops. Yo, yeah. where does he go? I don't know. He said he wants to leave, though. That's going to be a big domino. Yeah, Victor said he wants to be out of Indiana, this free agency.
6: I've seen that.
0: It, what if Victor goes to, like, the Bucks? <laughs> That'd be nuts. <laughs> like, yeah, help out old Giannis. It wouldn't be enough. You don't think wow. so?
6: It wouldn't be enough.
0: Damn! Chris Middleton, Bledsoe, Victor,
8: Giannis? No. Y'all, I... I hope he... Not, he be and be AD about bad. to go to Chicago, boys. Chicago? Uh, he and
0: AD. AD not... No, bro, AD, AD made a comment that is like, to me, in terms of legacy. But AD has already... To me... Him making this move has already stated where he wants to be, but his comment that he made during the week about the finals puts his legacy more in question to me. When he said that, I'm going to rock, rock out with LeBron so he could, he could get me to nine more ships and nine more finals. I want to follow him. I'll follow him to the ends of the road for the rest of his career. He said that. Like, he told Chris Haynes that. That, is, that, that came out of his mouth. Like, just as a basketball player, I feel like, you gotta want You gotta want your own at some point. Like
6: what? I mean, maybe he's just different.
0: But that's, a, that's, that's AD. That's
6: AD. Yeah, like I mean, like same as KD. How he did? Nah, it.
0: KD a little
6: different. I'm just saying like all of these players, like they just do things there. I think ever since like LeBron did did things his way, now everyone just they just follow that. They just do what they want, and that's what it is. That's true. Literally. And Look.
0: Shout out to Bansky. He has a podcast with KD and they were talking, it's called the Etcetera's and they were talking to Kyrie Irving and they were talking about KD going to uh, golden state and going to play with Kyrie. It's not so much about the concern about legacies. It's them wanting to play with great players because great players elevate. And it's them wanting to play with cerebral players. So after hearing them talk about choosing places where to go, because they said they'd rather be with players to where on a nightly basis, it's not, I got to constantly do it by myself, wear my body out. Like if I'm playing with Charlotte and I'm uh, Steph Curry and I'm shooting 60 shots because nobody's there to help me just to get us a win. And I, and I tear and tear my ankle up and I'm out two years earlier than I'm supposed to be. Whereas I'm playing with the golden. I I get why they want to do it. It's just interesting. And maybe this is just like, I need to grow as a basketball fan, but it's just like, I want to, like, I I like alpha dogs. Like it's still at the end of the day, LeBron's an alpha dog. Like Kawhi, he's a silent, but alpha dog. And like, I think KD's an alpha dog. I I think that for sure. But it's just like some dudes, I don't, I don't know. And AD is not, AD is definitely not. So like, you know, whatever. But if I'm Doc Rivers, Maybe Philly, but definitely not Houston. Please, Doc, don't
8: go to Houston. Well, don't I go. Don't coach. Think, I don't think he wants to coach Austin. Yeah, <laughs> coach his son. <laughs> not again. It didn't work. Yeah, it didn't work before.
0: They yeah, butt true. heads. Yeah, they do. So, I, I and James Harden is just gonna be. It's gonna be a big hot mess. And if I'm Houston, let me tell you what they should do. They should try to trade James Harden to the Denver Nuggets for for Michael Porter Jr and all them assets. Try to get try to rebuild that bitch cuz they're not going to win. They're not going to, bro. They're uh-huh. not going to win. Denver's better. The Warriors are back. Clippers are back. Luka Doncic Lakers. has another year. Lakers, Pelicans Where's are back it? up. Bro, they're they, they, Where's it? Where's
6: it? Where
0: does Houston fit in in the West next year? Where? Nowhere. Blow it up, <laughs> like send James Harden to Denver, and let's see Jamal Murray, James Harden, and Jokic try to try to make some shake. <laughs> what
6: a take, man!
0: <laughs> That's a big take. That's or send him hour, to the hour. East. Send him somewhere. But Houston needs to blow it up. Y'all don't think they need to blow it up? What What are they What are they wasting? They're wasting James really? Harden's I, prime.
6: I, I, okay, I know. It's like the
0: Knicks. It's like the Knicks and Melo. Schubert, you went through this. Y'all know y'all wasn't gonna go nowhere, and y'all wasting Melo prime. Yeah, but but Melo's not
8: James Harden.
0: Yeah, but they wasted. They're going to waste James Harden's prime. Who y'all going? Who are they going to pair with him? Who? Who? Who, who can they get? Oh, they can't get nobody. I mean, you could ask Philly if you trade Russell Westbrook for Joel and B, but Philly would be incredibly
8: stupid to do that. I believe if Philly's stupid enough to do that.
0: Maybe. 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 you yeah, i convince I'm, Aiden to this, come for. Uh, if you get a new coach, you can maybe trade Aiden for Russell Westbrook. But does that put? Does that put Rockets over the top? I don't think so. So, like...
8: I mean, I think uh, this Depot thing has got me the most intrigued. Like, I'm about to go do some research on this because, like...
0: Oh, yeah, bro. He said he wants to walk. He, it was Woj Bomb. Like, he said... Because, like, like, doesn't Donovan Mitchell want to walk, too? Donovan Mitchell does want to walk. That's been the rumor all. And that's from so M-Grad's, like, and I trust M-Grad's. So, so just, like, those like,
8: two are on the move?
0: Yeah, the Knicks, man. Donovan wants to go play for I'm telling you, bro. They're getting all the that's worldwide west over there. Him and him and Leon Rhodes. They're gonna I, I think I think the
8: Knicks gonna get something soon. And I'm ready for this draft, man. It's gonna
0: be interesting. Mellow yeah. mellow's they talk about mellow going like super, super high. I want to see where um dude from Dayton goes. I'm liking his game more and more each day. I kind of want Obi Toppin to fall to the Pels. Low key, low-key. Low key. Just want to take best player available. Cause he seems like if he uh, falls, best probably if, if Obi Toppin is going to fall that low. I don't think so. Probably not. Obi Toppin's top 10 for sure You know, in a, a week draft like this one. Maybe for, top five. Yeah, might be. But that's our NBA takes for this week. Let's jump to the NFL. All right, Schubert, let's do uh, are they real or are they fake? Let's start it off by talking about week three. I am very prepared for this week. So let's start off. Josh Allen as an MVP candidate. Real? fake no
2: oh no fake
8: i mean patrick mahomes and russell wilson are the mvp candidates. i mean like until until the seahawks drop off a little or something but i mean like you know who the bills play this week they played the rams and they bust their ass josh allen let it go no no, i'm saying this week the raiders oh shoot they might win again
0: i think the bills are gonna win again let me give you some josh allen stats for this year, because I have in fantasy, and I'm just really buying on the Josh Allen bandwagon. I'm loving what they're doing this year. So look, 20 uh 2020. So okay. Last week against uh the Rams, he went twenty-four-twenty-three, a seventy-two completion percentage, four touchdowns, one interception. And the he, he had he had one rushing touchdown. Uh the game the game before, twenty-four-thirty five, sixty eight percent completions, four hundred and fifteen yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, 19 rushing yards, no running touchdown. Game one, 33 of 46, 71 completion percentage, two touchdowns, yeah. passing, and then rushing one touchdown, 57 yards. If you look at Patrick Mahomes' MVP season, he had 10 touchdowns in three games. Let's look at Josh Allen. Josh Allen, 8, 10, 10, over, uh, 10 just in the air, and then you add – uh fucking you add two two? rushing so it's 12 he has more than lamar jackson in his mvp season after three games touchdowns and more than patrick mahomes i'm saying i buy josh allen real but i don't even have patrick mahomes first i rank it russell wilson number one josh allen number two patrick mahomes number three that's how i rank the mvp race so far colin murray number four
8: yeah, I mean I think the, the jury's still out. I mean it's just so early with that because like I'm just waiting for the Bills to play, you know, the Patriots or But uh, you know, can we to we go gotta we gotta the, the Rams was a good the Rams was a good a good you No know, the Rams is a good game and they came back in that game. So I mean like I'm not doubting Josh Allen as like a talented player or like a I mean he's he's definitely a top ten quarterback. I mean, it's just like hard for me to like put him in the top five right now, especially the way that Aaron Rodgers is playing. Oh, no, for sure. Like- if,
0: you, if you, like, look, I'm not saying Josh Allen's a top five quarterback. I'm just saying MVP race. He's up there just from the numbers that he's putting up and what he's doing for his team. Now, if we want to talk best quarterbacks in the game, I think it goes Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. Then it drops to the next tier of Lamar Jackson.
8: <laughs> I would I would say I would I I would I would keep Brady in the mix right now. You see
0: throwing Brady in there? Okay, we'll
8: say Brady. I think Josh um, Allen has
0: to be be right after Brady. I think he does. Who
8: who comes oh, well, after? Yeah, I, put, I, put, I put him before Brady, maybe. That's what I'm saying. I, I might I, put him right five. Now? Yeah. Right
0: now. Like I think it goes uh Mahomes, Wilson, Rodgers, Lamar. Then I think fifth spot is is Josh Allen territory? Is Brady territory? And is you got to throw a big Kyle Ben in there,
8: honestly? Yeah,
0: Big Ben's having a good season. I think I think all these quarterbacks are better than Drew. But we'll get to my Drew rant. I'm just waiting because you, yeah. you you feel a little different than me. But this is all are they real are they fake? I think Josh Allen is a real MVP can, candidate. Schubert's thing's fake, but that does not mean we don't think the Bills are great because that defense is really good. I, I'm really liking the Bills to come out of the AFC right now. I'm I'm just I'm oh, riding sure. the hype. I mean- I'm, I'm riding the hype train.
8: Yeah, I mean, they're a lock. Like, I, I'm, I wanna, on my show earlier, in like, two weeks ago or whatever, I, uh, I talked about teams that were, you know, because you get seven in each side now because the extended playoff. I mean, the Bills are a lock. At this point, I almost feel like the Patriots are a lock. Yeah. Like, I feel like with, with the division that they have where they're going to play the Jets, they probably might not win a game.
0: Like, and, I think from the AFC, you're going to see the, all right, let's see. Chiefs are definitely a lock. Ravens are a lock. Bills Titans, are a lock. The Bills are a lock. I think Titans are more than likely a lock because I don't. You don't think so? All right, Steelers. It's early. Steelers. Early.
8: So you just say I you mean, just say right I now. Think the, I think that I think you have four locks: Chiefs, Ravens, Bills, um, Bills, and I think New England. In New I England, mean, I, think, I think New England is going to lock in a, one of the wild card spots. Yeah, I, think I agree. The South. With that. I think the South is up in the air because the Colts have the best defense in the NFL, and you they lost. So? They lost Week One, but they have the best defense in the NFL right now, and the best points defense. So okay, okay, you know they play the Bears this week. Nick Foles. We'll we'll see what he can do, but you know. So I, I think the the South is wide open. Okay. Um, but and when it, and then when it comes to like the teams around the Ravens, the Browns might get get it together. They and, might, you know, win some games. So I just, I'm not ready to say that the Steelers, the Steelers make are it. locked.
0: Yeah, true. And the Raiders, we don't know about too much about yet. We got to wait and see because they're, fr- they can't rush the passer for shit, but they have a, de- they have a pretty decent secondary. So yeah. it's, it's going to be interesting to see with them. All right. The next, are they real? Are they fake question from week two? I'm going to ask is you just mentioned him Nick Foles for the bears. Does that make the bears a winning team? Is that real or is that fake?
8: I don't know. I mean, I think uh, I think that they should. Oh, done you can this say you can jump. say too
0: early to call. You can I say I think it's l-
8: I think it's a little too early to call just because they just put him in and he came back and won the game, but yeah. it was against the Falcons, yeah. who you know are choke <laughs> artists. Super. So
0: Falcons are the worst team in football. I don't even care about the Jets. I don't like to to do what they've done three weeks in a row is just embarrassing. I, Dan, I'm surprised Dan Quinn's not out the door yet.
8: Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, but I mean, like the with with Nick Foles and the Bears now. They just have a, a tough road to to go ahead. You know, three and one is a great start because they have only a good they really only need to win six more games to to get to the playoffs. So, and I think the, the defense I, I might is solid. I think the, I think the NFC might, might be the weaker conference this year. But Tariq Cohen got hurt presumably for the season. That's um, right. You know, I don't really trust David Montgomery, but I like their receivers.
0: Yeah, I like so, Robinson. I like Miller, and I think they can finally get it to him. I like the tight ends. Look, and I, and I think Matt Nagy's finally getting to show his offense for what it is because. And for Nick Foles to do what he did, I'm going to say it's real-ish. That's like my tentative answer. I'm going to say it's real-ish just because I think okay. the Bears, good defense, good weapons to get to them, and good play-calling coach. I still believe in Nagy, so I'm saying it's real-ish. The next one I want to ask is from uh, week three. All right, let's see. I got, I got one or two more. All right. You know
8: uh, who uh, led Sunday in passing yards? Who? Uh, Nick Mullins. Nick M- M- oh, yeah! I that,
0: new, that, Thank you. Thank you. You definitely brought... Is the success of Nick Mullins in the San Francisco 49ers, is that real or is that fake?
8: Yo, I mean, honestly... <laughs> it looked a little real. <laughs> it looks a little real. Like, you know, they don't they don't have to rely on Nick Mullins to win the games because, like, their running back stable is solid. And they have, they they're have amazing get Moster- play call. They'll get Mostert back eventually. And then Kittle's um, about to be back, too. Kittle's about to be back. Uh, that Jeff Wilson Jr. guy that had a really good game. Yep. Uh, J- Jerry Jared McKinnon, McKinnon is great. Yep. So, like, you know, and they're going to play the Eagles this week who are trash. So, yeah, I mean, they're gonna I, I, and, and I'm seeing
0: people saying, like, is this is going to be a tougher test for Nick Mullins. Granted, the Eagles' pat front like pat deep pass rush is a little bit better, but like you said, the Eagles are trash, bro. I don't care what anybody says. Like, I'm not buying into Eagles
8: hype you know, right now. Knowing a little bit of the insight that I know about Nick, I mean – he's not like Jimmy G where like his, he's a one track mind. Like this dude is married with a kid. Like his life is the San Francisco 49ers football. Yeah. And they like say they, he knows the playbook just as well and as he's like been Kyle. there for, he's been there his, for like pretty much his entire time. He and Kyle Shanahan are really tight. He went 25 for 36,
0: 343 yards, one touchdown. Nick Mullins might not be, like, the guy that's going to go and throw bombs or whatever, but you don't need that to win a Super Bowl. We've seen teams with Joe Flacco where guys can game manage and then make the play when necessary with the arm and win games.
8: I mean, honestly, I don't even know if, like, Nick's their Super Bowl guy or, like, has the future of being a starter? Because, like, that's the thing with backups is, like, backups come in, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're – Legit, the thing. Like, well, you know, but I'm, t- I'm saying but just for San Francisco. I think like, he's gonna like have. This si- I think for San Francisco, they're looking at the Saints' season last year. Bring Nick Mullins in. He's gonna give you the wins this season to get you in position for the playoffs, and then you know give Jimmy G a little bit of relief to set himself up.
0: Yeah, no, I can see that. I can see that for sure. So, all right, you got it as real. I got it as real as too, because like you, you convinced me as well, and everything I know about Kyle and. Just his offense. I think. I think the performance was real. All right, I got one more. Um, the Cowboys, man. It, is the Cowboys' defense, or no? Just are the Cowboys real or are they fake? Like, what? What is it? Like,
8: they're, they're cl- really, they're, they're, they're really going games. to the playoffs. <laughs> they're even if they got a losing record, they're probably going to the playoffs. <laughs>
0: One and two in the division leader. Oh, the NFC
8: East is garbage. Yeah, dude, it's not even looking even better for them. Like what (laughs) Washington football team plays the Ravens this week and the giants play the Rams. Yep.
0: I don't look I the Cowboys to me that they just have no one on defense. Like it's not Dak. Like that's the reason why they're close in these games. Ceedee lamb, Michael Gallup, Cedric Wilson. They have great receivers. The offensive line is okay. It's not as great as it used to be. The defense is a problem, man. The defense is a major, major problem. I, I mean, think I, Cow- I think the Cowboys I, are
8: my, fake. my, like, negative on the Cowboys offensively is I, I just don't think Zeke has it anymore. I can buy that. And, but, you, but, that. you know, I'll, I'll give Dak his props, and I think he's done a really good job of incorporating those other, those other uh, weapons that he has. And, and I like the receiver. He so. hasn't
0: been dinking and dunking. He's, at, he's been throwing the ball. So that's, that's, that's the end of are they real, are they fake? I'm not even putting the Saints in real, are they fake? The Saints, you know what? You want to know what they are? I ranted about this earlier in the show. I'm looking directly in the camera. The Saints are fake until we make a decision with our old quarterback. And I know what y'all think is going to happen. Oh, we're going to turn it around. We're going to win some regular season games. We're going to get into the playoffs. Ava Kamara is doing well. She was about to tell you, oh, we still scored so many points, but you want to know what's going to happen? We're going to get into a crucial game like against the Vikings. They're going to bl- load up against the box and not let this motherfucker, I'm sorry, Justin, throw 10 yards, not let him throw 20 yards. He's, only, he's not going to be able to throw in the middle of the field. He's not going to be able to throw the slants. They're going to load up on Kamara. What's going to happen when he needs to throw 30 and 40 yards? He will not be able to do it and we're gonna lose and we won't go to the super bowl i'm telling you i'm i've been telling you for two years two years this has been going on he is washed it's over with look at the stat chart against aaron Rodgers. aaron Rodgers is throwing 50 yard bomb 60 yard bomb 40 yard bomb 30 yard bomb his chart goes like this you want to know what drew Brees chart goes like this. It's not supposed to make a U. A, you know what a U is? This way, this way, this way, this way. What is going on, Saints fans? Saints, stop being cowards and play Jameis Winston. You have to know when your player is just washed. I'm sorry. Give him a statue. Give Him a statue and a coaching job if he wants it, but it's over with when your stat chart makes a you instead of a in dog. <laughs> a you this way, this way, this way, this way. Horrible now, you can go ahead and say whatever you got to say.
8: Oh, I mean, my whole thing is like, I don't think that the Saints' main concern right now is Drew Brees. I'm not saying he's not washed, I'm not saying that. Drew Brees is going to be your Super Bowl winning quarterback. I mean, I, at this point, with Drew Brees, and if they fix the adjustments they need to fix on defense and Andrews Pete's okay, then um, I think they're seven out of seven in the playoff group. Like, but make, it's not about but making the I mean, playoffs, it's point, about what you do. Uh, can you get to round yeah, two? I mean, and three? yeah, I don't think, I don't know if they can get to round two. At this point, I almost think the Tampa's going to win the division. Tampa's defense is showing out. Tampa's defense and, is ball. um Tom Brady's starting to figure it out. You know, <laughs> it's getting comfortable.
0: <laughs> Tampa so, Bay, it's starting to work.
8: <laughs> so I mean, like, I think that, that week one was a fluke on both sides. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I don't I'm think Janoris Jenkins heads. is going to make any more pick sixes, <laughs> and I think Malcolm Jenkins is too worried about what's going off off the field to worry about what's going on on the field. Oh damn! So, <laughs> I mean, it's the truth. Like he was totally lost in that Raiders game, got beat by Foster Moreau on he a did. on a go route. So I mean, like I, I don't think this dude's heads in the game. I don't think I don't think Janoris Jenkins. Is as good as he was when he was a giant. I mean, you know, his pass interference call at the end was atrocious. He was legitimately holding on to the dude's arm. You know, it's you know those two guys are the the two weakest points in the Saints secondary right now. And it, I think they need to play simpler
0: know. coverage. And I got to give credit to Chris Sims. He was talking about this on his podcast. It's just they're playing too concepts that are too... And, and granted, with Michael Jenkins and Janoris Jenkins, people who, who have been in the league, you think it will work. They're doing coverage that they would do at the end of the season instead of starting with basic concepts and building up on it with your new roster. They're starting off with just the end-of-the-year shit. And it's like, let's take some of that back. Let's get
8: more to just yeah. basic coverages. And on top of that, you know, Cam Jordan has yet to get a sack. Yeah, facts. We're not so, getting too much pressure. You know, the, the defense is just, you know, having big issues right now. I mean, I saw... You know, when I saw that Raiders game, I was like, "Oh, you know, maybe I'm gonna I need to give the Raiders a little bit more credit." And then they come out in the next week and they get washed, and I'm like, "Yo, is this it's the same Saints. team?" That the, went Saints, up? the Saints, No, it's the Saints defense They sa- yeah. have 37 points. And you know, I'm gonna I'll give the Packers credit because they put up 40 points in each game before that. Because you know, you know, Aaron Rodgers can throw it's it to balling. anybody. And yeah, Jay Sternberger, Alan Lazard. Like, <laughs> I, hey, let
0: me, don't do that to Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard
8: has been balling. He's had he's, he's been balling, but I mean, he's like, a top, top ten the fantasy I mean, receiver absolutely. right now. No, I mean, like you know, he's having he's doing great right now. But it's just like you know, it's not like uh, he's got the weapons that are yeah, no, no. well known. Like if he doesn't he have had, Drew Brees's you know, weapons. Daniel Sanders, <laughs> And, yeah, and yeah,
0: Alvin Kamara, Aaron Alvin Kamara. And... Rodgers
8: might drop sixty. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So like. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I think the Packers are a trade away from being a Super Bowl team. You yeah, know. They, need, they need a pass rush. They need someone to, like some and, defense. And the laundry. Patriots, too. They, you know, both with receivers. Like If, oh, you're if going the Packers to- could find a way to get like a, a significant number two to Devontae Adams, that's not Lazar. You know, I feel like the, their offense is unstoppable. And if for, they could get one of those Cowboys if they could get Gallup. That would be huge. Well, I mean, I think that the Browns are going to get rid of Jarvis Landry, and I think it's going to go to one of those two teams. Mm. And I, I think it's going to be the Patriots. I think that the Browns and the Patriots are going to work out a deal, and Jarvis Landry is going to be a Patriot, and I think it's going to change the entire shape of their season. Yeah, uh, but my... that's that's pretty much what I got on the Saints, man. It's just the defense is not really coming together. Um, I, I agree with that. I, I look, and, I, and you know, I'm you, you score future. thirty points, you score thirty points. You know, you're going to play the Lions this week. You got going to get a win. It's
0: gonna be a uh, but, win, I, and but people the thing are gonna be is, like.
8: And we what we find out about last week with the Lions is the Lions can beat anybody. They just gotta want to beat somebody, like you know Matthew Stafford. If you look at Matthew Stafford's stats, he's oh, top ten quarterback. Yeah, he's, he's he's airing it out, man. He's top. He's top ten quarterback. It's just like you know, he's kind of got the Kirk Cousins in him where. Does he really come into the big moments? So, and does, we'll and is
0: the defense real? That's the, that's the, that's a big question with the Lions as well. Is the yeah. defense real? But I'm telling you what's gonna pick. happen. Saints are gonna win this week. Saints fans are gonna be like, Ha, oh, I told y'all, Drew team, I told y'all." And then then who do we play next week after the Lions? I don't think it's Let's anybody see. too crazy. Chargers. Watch Justin Herbert drop 40 on us. <laughs>
8: Maybe. I don't know. He played bad last week.
0: <laughs> he did, but I think he's going to bounce back. All right, let's get to uh week four. Let's get to some of our picks for games of the week to watch. Schubert, you can start us off. I'll let you go first this week.
8: Oh, well, I'll pick the game of the week, the Patriots-Chiefs at 325 on CBS. Huge game. Um, I, yeah. I hope we get that one this week, because you know Louisiana, they'd be, they be not giving this, us Chiefs games, which is trash. This is the first season that I'm like all about the Patriots, because like I like I Cam and Bill. I like Cam.
0: I, yeah, I like Cam. I'm loving Cam and Bill Belichick, which is crazy. Like I, I dig it. I want them, I want to see him succeed. So I, I, I agree with you. Who you got winning that game? Uh, I got the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. Chiefs are Chiefs are just a real good team, but I can see them making it close though. That I can see. All right, let me give a game. Ooh, they, this is the first week where we got a lot of bad games. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Bills Raiders. I want to see the Bills continue to show that they're, they're a good team. And if the Raiders are real, let's see them. Because I think the Bills are a real team. If the Raiders are real and could have a good game against the Bills, maybe that'll give more credit to the Raiders. I do have the Bills winning this game. However, I'm all aboard the Josh Allen hype train. I think all right. Josh Allen, top five quarterback, MVP candidate.
8: I got two others. We're going to do one, three, right? Yeah. All right. Colts Bears at noon on, on a Silent Sunday. Game. That's going to be a big game to see if Nick Foles can handle it as a starter. And also, you know, the Colts really need to get a marquee win. True. And this is their opportunity. Who you got winning – uh I got the the Bears actually. Yeah, I got the Bears as well.
0: All right. The game I'm gonna go with, we're going to Jerry World, I believe. I believe it's a, yeah, yeah. One, mm-hmm. we're going to Jerry World, the two and one Browns. Can they start to chain together some wins to show that they this is not re this is not fake. This is real. The two headed monster with Nick Chubb and, and uh Kareem Hunt. Just running down the field, we have the Stefanski offense. They're starting to get. He even made comments about Odell this week about how stop asking about Odell's chemistry with Baker because the four catches that he had were two, like were four crucial moments in the game to get us first downs. Odell is our guy. We love Odell. He was just he was just hyping him up. So that just shows me Stefanski is starting to learn how to use his guys and start maybe That's why they're trading getting, Jarvis. Yeah, good point. And and I think the, I think the Cowboys need this win. The Browns is a team that that should be beatable by the Cowboys. Uh, Mike McCarthy needs this win, so I'm the, picking this game, but I, I think the Browns are going to win this game, however. The quick, the quick
8: point I'll give about the Browns, I also think they're winning the game, is that they have learned to take the ball out of Baker Mayfield's hands. Baker yep. Mayfield is not a star quarterback. I'm sorry. He might be. He might be a game manager, bro. Like, he is, yeah, he's a star game manager. I mean, he's gonna get the ball to Cream Hunt, think Chubb. Give it and to his playmakers, make a big Odell, play here and, there.
0: and, and, and yeah, and let him make the plays. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to walk back my Baker take at the end of the year, but I'm waiting. I'm waiting until the season's over, to, so he can show me something. All right, all right.
8: Which the, movie, the last what I mean? game I have is if it happens, maybe Monday or Tuesday, Steelers Titans. Yeah, with Corona, man, the Titans are gonna fuck some shit up. I, yeah, so I, the Titans are messing us all up with their three. Well, what's ridiculous is that three players that have it is just like, you know, randos. one of them's a long snapper. Uh-oh. Like, it's just ridiculous. So, you know, we'll, hopefully that game happens for a lot of people's fantasy teams uh, before, you know, next Wednesday, but we'll see. But I think that game's going to be great. Three, two 3 teams.
0: Yeah, true. I'm trying to decide my last game because everything else is But Do I want to make fun of the Falcons and see Monday Night Football, see the uh, Packers smash, or do I want to see Ken Justin? Yeah, I'm going with the better game. I'm going Chargers-Bucks. Best defense – well, Bucks, one of the best defense in the NFC. Ken Justin Herbert chained together. Uh, get get a good win after last week? Can the Chargers show that they're real? I want to see the young guy ball because I I think Justin Herbert has talent and what he showed us in that first game shows he's confident and just how can Tampa Bay improve? But don't be sleeping. Monday Night Football, let's all watch the Falcons lose again in misery. It's going to be glorious as a Saints fan. That's one of the things I'm reveling in this season that the Falcons are horrendous. But those are our picks for the week. That's are you real? Are they fake? I'm we're getting our, we're getting our NFL coverage, baby. I'm I'm loving it. I've been watching games. We're getting it together. All right Schubert lead us into college football. Right. Give us your thoughts.
8: Well we're just gonna stick with the SEC um and you know last week was a really fun week to watch uh Auburn, Kentucky was a, was a c- close game Auburn getting the win. Uh, you Georgia told us about had,
0: Mississippi State last week. Got to give you your props. Yeah. Got to yeah, give you your props. You know,
8: Georgia had a scare. It was 7-5, to five, like, losing to Arkansas in the first half. They do have available JT Daniels, their transfer from USC this week. But is he ready to go against Auburn in a big game on national television is going to be the question. Um, so, th- you know, that game is the one I'm looking at the most. I made the take earlier in the week before JT Daniels that was available that Auburn would win the game based on Georgia's quarterback issues. I'm still sticking with that. I think Auburn's gonna win. And um, you know, LSU had a rough week last week, but Mississippi State kind of proved that they might be the team of the year. Yeah, Mike um, Leach in so, that air raid with a good quarterback. You know, both teams are playing scrubs this week, so it's not really too much to watch out for on either of those fronts. But if I but, was but Alabama, I, if I'm I'd an L S U fan
0: I need to, uh, we need to watch this to see like, what's up with Brennan. And and let me say this, Brennan didn't even, I don't think Brennan was the reason why we lost. I think the reason why we lost was the defense, if I'm being honest.
8: O-line. O-line and defense. You know, Brennan was under duress the whole time. Yeah, he was. You know, uh, what's his name? Emery, who was supposed to be a five-star guy. Couldn't couldn't do do shit. Couldn't do anything. Yeah. So, you know, LSU LSU was uh, was on their heels. uh, No, what's his name? It's not Bobby Petrino. What's his name? What's what's our defensive guy's name? Oh, Bo Pelini, the guy who was at Youngstown State. Yo, so, like, Bo Pelini but I, oh, oh, but might Linden, be a bit like that. Linden, Bo Pelini was this great hire from, oh, but we got <laughs> Bo Pelini back. No, you know, yeah. Remember that 2004 national championship <laughs> said, we won? We talked oh, about that last year. Oh, like Bo all the All the Louisiana oh, people were hype on the Bo Pelini. You were like, Bo, Bo Pelini. Dude. Like, Bo is is just... Pelini is the savior, bro. <laughs> yeah, had, no. just came out of Youngstown State. You know, he might great, get fired. <laughs> oh God, give me a break. <laughs> he, he might get fired if he keeps letting that defense play like that. But yeah, so. we'll see. Um, but yeah, if I'm Alabama, but yeah, what are you circling, saying about Bama? Uh, I'm circling Texas. Halloween for that Mississippi State game because this is be scary. Be ready, um, okay? How, how's your Bama team looking? Who's your quarterback? Give me. The uh, Mac Jones, but you know the best the times that Alabama has really shown that they can win national championship years is when they have some boring old white quarterback. So. Yeah, this might be the time for them to do it. He's pretty much your game manager. Hand the ball to number twenty two, Najee Harris, your heisman. Najee candidate. Harris
0: still in the in college football. I thought he should have been yeah.
8: gone by now. Yeah, he held up to his senior year. So Ew. he is uh he's still out there kicking Jalen Waddell, is what you know, top five receiver in college football. Yeah, uh, what about Florida? Smith. I feel
0: I have I feel like Florida's really good. Am I my am I, am uh, Florida's great? Yeah, no, with, no, is, don't they right. have, like, a a, a Leak, uh, like, their old quarterback? Like, don't they have two quarterbacks, like, you remember Leak and Tebow?
8: Kyle Trask, I it. said. Oh, is it Trask? Kyle Trask, he threw six touchdowns last week.
0: Yeah. Okay. that's Ole Miss.
8: Don't they have, like, a, I thought Emory Jones was, like, their uh, – They, they like, may have some dude running around, but he fumbled, so I don't know okay. how much they're going to have. Because that kind of looked ridiculous, but Alabama plays Texas A and M, the only other game against two ranked teams uh, that's the CBS game this week. So I'd watch out for those two games. Everyone else is pretty much scrub versus scrub. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but yeah, the Alabama, Texas A and M, and Auburn, Georgia taking both the Alabama. Didn't
0: Oklahoma teams last. lose last week?
8: Yeah, Oklahoma lost to Eagle Kansas walked. State. Which, which the one thing that is worth mentioning with that. Is it really opens up an opportunity for two SEC teams to make it into the playoff this year? Ohio State's a lock, Clemson's a lock. So those two teams are going to make it. Ohio State is going to be a little iffy because they do have to play an entire season with no bye week. That's true. So, um, so, so that's going to be a little difficult for them. But I think even I think you know the committee, the committee would give them the benefit of the doubt if they're able to get through that with only one loss. Uh, But I think you know, winner of the SEC is going to get in, and I'm probably the team that is uh, either that came second or, you know, some bullshit with the third team is going to happen, and they'll get into the, to the playoff because Oklahoma – because I feel like – It could Oklahoma be a Florida-Alabama year. Because yeah, I feel like Oklahoma will beat Texas, and then they'll knock out Texas. And Yeah. I could see it being Florida-Bama playing each other in the SEC championship and both teams getting in. I could see I could see Mississippi State and Florida playing the SEC championship and then Alabama and Mississippi Ooh. State getting in. Real? Or Alabama and Florida getting in, just depending.
0: Interesting. All right. Well, we'll keep y'all up to date on college football. Schubert continue his segment. He's the guy that keeps us up to date week to week. But that's all we got this week for Bros Who Binge, ladies and gentlemen. That's the end of the Bros Who Think podcast. Uh, I'll start off with you, Justin. Tell the people they can find you at on social
6: media. Yeah. So my ad name is Justin Matisse22. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter, Snapchat, uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, and I'm pretty sure all. Facebook also. And uh, also, you guys can uh, check out my writing on com. It's my who's uh, blog. Uh, check check that out, and that's it. Yeah, y'all be sure to check out Justin's blog. Y'all make sure y'all go follow him. Schubert, tell the people they can find
0: you at on social media.
8: Quick question to Justin. Justin, are you doing, like, a, a preview for each game of the finals? You did one for the game one.
0: He did. Should I
6: expect one on Thursday or Friday morning? I normally just do one for, for the entire series. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like just highlight, you know, what's going, what to expect for the entire series, and but I feel like that preview will cover game two. What I'm saying in that preview, but it's gonna it's it'll, it'll most likely have happening in game two. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. All right, we'll watch game two. But yeah, but yeah make sure for go for me, check it
8: out. for me, you can check out uh, me on social media, @shubert14 on Twitter and Instagram, and the Bros Who Bench podcast. Uh, out for another week. Last week, we um, uh, did our Justice League draft, which was yeah, a lot it, of fun. It and was lot, super you know, fun. Some, getting some p- feedback on that was pretty nice. So I think that we're going to do some more stuff like that in the future. And um, we kept reviewing Lovecraft and The Boys. The Boys is just heating up. And we also had some news about their spinoff show that we talked about. So make sure you check that out. And then this week, we'll continue talking about our the shows that we're reviewing Um, But we're just a few weeks away from our next Pitch It match. So be on the lookout for that.
0: Two weeks out. We're two weeks out. Look, Charles Reese, I'm coming for your throat. I'm coming with a knife to cut out a circle, stab it, and put it in your mouth and feed it to you. That's how Damn. hard I'm coming in this pitching match. I'm so focused and zeroed in. You thought I was laser-focused against Schmidt. You thought I was laser-focused against my, against my match with Schubert. No, no, brother. I'm itching, jonesing for the question because I know I'm going to write the perfect soliloquy to destroy you. You see, see Charles, you are a sports guy. I'm an all around. Like, you are a specialist. You're like a Jay Crowder, a 3 and D. You want to know what I am? I'm like LeBron James out here, baby. I'm throwing passes. I'm getting rebounds. I'm getting points. Anime, TV, movies, sports. I don't have a weakness. I. Don't have one. I'm locked in on you. Ready to go. Pitch a match. Two weeks. All right, but you guys can follow me, Limb BWT. I hope you guys want. we will check out Pitch It based upon that preview and go check out all the old pitches matches between Schubert and Jake. See how Jake is waiting for the winner of me and Charles for the finals. You can see how we got here. Me versus Schmidt. Charles versus uh Luis. And then be ready for next season. A lot of people are coming next season. It's going to be crazy. Next season's going to be nuts. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. Like, some pe- people are like, like ready to gun for us, man. They, they want to get the belt. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, you guys can follow me Lin BWT, follow Bros Who Think at Bros Who Think be sure to check out the most recent episode of Anime Talk we dropped that like Schubert said in Bros Who Binge we had the JLA draft in Anime Talk me and Chris have drafted our One Piece Pirate crew we're testing out this drafting thing we're trying to make this a segment across shows maybe turn it into its own YouTube show we're gonna draft a record label on this show very soon so just keep on the lookout for these drafts let us know what you think give us feedback We really shout out, shout out to our guy today who gave us feedback uh, I forget his twitter handle but you know who you are brother we talked about it i really i'm gonna pull it up shit fucking talking to the fans
8: well while you're pulling it up you know we did some pretty cool drafts uh here on bros who ball for some of these births you think episodes yeah we did those might be some worth coming back to we did you know some nba redrafts and we even did an nfl one so bro
0: we did a lot of redraft. we was redrafting but shout out to uh shard uh, jay we uh we appreciate the feedback you gave us and like like we said, y'all just check out the drafts, let us know what you think. We got the JLA draft on Brozu Binge and we got the One Piece Pirate Draft on Anime Talk. Be sure to check that out. The kaiju number eight uh manga review will be out later this week. The chapter's about to drop, so you already know that means I'm I'm gonna be reviewing that, but Stay tuned to uh, the Birds Who Think Twitter and the Birds Who Think on YouTube for all the upcoming content. Please, please hit that subscribe button. Hit the bell for the notifications so you can know when more videos are dropping from us so you can stay up to date with our content. The more you, you like, comment, and subscribe, the more content we can give you. Thank you for checking out this week for LC Sun, for Max Van Auken, for Doom, for Brooklyn, for Justin, for Schubert. My name is Lennon. You guys have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next Thursday. Until then, peace.